know if I'm doing it right, Janet. I don't know if I'm doing it right, Janet. I don't know if I'm doing it right, Janet. I don't know if I'm doing it right, Janet. La maudite des vieux I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You've got like, you've got like glue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. Now on a flipping Monday. You notice, folks, you notice how this, what this show is like. It, this is not a show. This is called a bacchanal, an orgy of talent. Then... A bacchanal. I never get it. Wait a minute. Okay. Before we get into things, before things get too slick... You just heard the great Glenn Campbell with Gentle on my mind. Before that, a band I just learned about today, Church of the Cosmic Skull. Or maybe it was yesterday, I don't know. But uh, they're from Nottingham, England. And uh, that was science fiction. I just got their whole album and it sounds really cool. I'm into it. Um, and before that... The Kinks, Mindless Child of Motherhood, which I think is the first song I ever played on this show. So there. All of which... Oh no, wait. Before that, a little song called Angel Witch by a band called Angel Witch from an album called Angel Witch. All of which can only mean one thing. Hello, and welcome to the goddamn Dave Hill Show with me. Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, self-tanner incident survivor and chairman of the Pete Mahovlich Appreciation Society Moose Jaw Chapter. Hi, how are you? I'm outstanding. Thank you so much for asking and thank you for joining me once again for the goddamn Dave Hill Show coming to you live each and every Monday night within reason from 9 p.m. to midnight, which is to say the witching hour from right here. In climate-controlled Studio A, here at WFMU, home of the hits, located. Okay, that's starting to annoy, annoy me already. Located right in the sweaty, sweaty bosom of downtown Jersey City, New Jersey, home of the discarded and discolored Big Gulp 
Anyway, as always, we have a glorious program in store for you tonight. Comedian Danny Feltz will be making his triumphant, I want to say, second appearance on the show. That'll be a little later in the 10 o'clock hour. And a little bit after that, comedian Nat Towson. Or Towson. I go back and forth. It's Towson. Maybe it's Towson. I don't know why I'm doubting myself for the first time ever. Um, he's going to come by. That's going to be maybe like around 11, I think. And uh, there's other mayhem, hijinks, blood loss, and whatnot planned. Stone Cold Jams. As always, I encourage you to go to the chat room at WFMU.org. Well, right now, sexy singles are chatting away about everything and nothing at all. Dennis D. Ermagerd. Miss Sim, Farton, Bob, Lilith, 21, Slick Gold Tooth, Mayor Frank, Trip, Parentheses, Satellite State, and the list goes on and on. I feel, I feel like it's uh, sacrilege to maybe be talking over Charlie Parker like this, but what can you do? What else did I want to tell you? Follow me on Twitter and other various social media things at Mr. Dave Hill at MR Dave Hill and uh, we can converse during the show and it'll be great for for everybody for most well not everybody but you know some people rate and review the show on iTunes five stars one star nothing in between to find out when I'm coming to your town go to DaveHillOnline.com coming to all sorts of towns soon my lovely and talented secretary, Ms. Shana Feinberg, is out with yet another, oh, another botched cosmetic procedure. Danny D on house arrest, as I understand it. Gosh. Man tries to ride a city bus and things go haywire. James Fernandez is out, uh, I think it's a witness relocation thing. He's being sent to, uh, Rahway, I believe. Now I've ruined it. So I'm here all alone tonight. The number is 201-209-9368. Am I saying I'm alone and you should come here and try to wrestle me to the ground? No. I mean, there's there's heavy-duty security, but the number is 201-209-9368. There's some calls on hold already, but if you do call in, uh, no one's going to answer it. You'll, you'll likely just be put on hold and you'll hear the music and then I'll miraculously pick up at some point and it'll, it'll be uh, that, that's hot action right there. Let's test it out now. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, is this the Dave Hill Show? Yes, it is. Who's calling? Uh, Kathy, Kathy, I got him. I got, uh, this is, uh, um, this is uh, Tim Blumenthal. I'm with the U.S. Department of Vinyl and uh, Oh man! And Dave, I'm I'm calling in regards to uh, we've been asked by the administration to call around to you media types and and kind of defend the administration's position on everything that's going on, especially these kids being locked up. Uh, I mean, uh, kind kind of held. Mm-hmm. Where where's where's this headed? Well. I, you know, if you have any questions, uh, I'm here to answer them. Uh, uh, if not, you know, uh, had to let that one go. Hello, you're on the air. 
Who's calling? I'm sorry, who is this? Hello? It's the high guy. Oh, is this, is this uh, the pride of Bensonhurst? It's the bonger of Bensonhurst. The bonger of Bensonhurst. I'm glad you understood that's, that. That's progress. Are you stoned? This is Ing Dave, of course. No, no. Are you stoned already? No. You're not? No. What's going on? To, <clears throat> it's all ready to go if you want that. You what? It's all ready to go. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Well, it's going to go eventually anyway. What, what is? The bong. The bong? You have anybody else that uh, takes a bong rip on the air? Uh, no, but give it time. <laughs> Maybe that's what we could do tonight. I mean, I don't want to set the wrong example. For no, it is legal in some places. It is. I, I was just uh, in uh, Seattle. It's legal there. And the whole West Coast? I was in Victoria... British Columbia, it's legal there. It's weird, actually. It's not legal, but they still sell it everywhere, and you can buy it. I don't know how that works. It's, it's, no, I, uh, I can't. You can't? Why not? You have to know somebody. How do you How do you get it? You have a guy? I know somebody. You, oh, you know someone. Where do they come, like on a, like a, on a bike or something? <laughs> no, a long train ride. Do they use the word man a lot? <laughs> no. We're a long train ride from where? From New York. From Manhattan? That's New York, isn't it? I mean, the, there's a lot of places that are New York. There's only one New York. There's no Brooklyn hookup for you? Not anymore. I'd rather not do business with that guy, and it's been almost six years now. All right. Wasn't that entertaining? As the listeners click off? No, yeah, that no. Well, you know, anyone who listens to this show knows it's you know. Yeah, they know slow, when I'm on. There's some it's a slow burn. Try. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with a bong hit. Come on, let's get it started. Well, you down. Heat things up. I I've been sleep deprived really badly lately, so I could use a little help and bring just uh, nonstop entertainment. Okay, I got some fire here. Okay, it sounds like it. All right, there we go. No choking either. Yeah, that's impressive. Well, wait, you've only had how many decades to practice? Four. Four. <laughs> well done. Teenager. Well, Ing Dave. Hey, yeah, I know what it what is. Else it's 20 is minutes. What else is going on? Oh, the people who drink. What uh, about them? My psoriasis is bad. Oh, 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 good, good. Yeah, I was going to ask. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. What are your ailments? Two drinks per ailment. Go for it. What do you got? Well, the cellulitis is uh, not bad anymore. What is, will you remind me what cellulitis is? All I know is I got it from scratching the psoriasis. And I must have had some crap under my nails to infect it. Oh, this, wait. So you infected yourself? Yes. I guess nobody wants to be in the vicinity 
wait, so you were walking around with uh, cellulitis under yeah, your nails? Yeah, walking around with it. So you were tainted with cellulitis. Oh, let's not get into taint. No, that's a whole other show. All right, well, Ing, Ing Dave, I got 78 calls on hold. Can you, can you... That's the usual number. Yeah. Can you call back in 20 minutes? We have a sure. lot to discuss. Okay. And I want to, you know, I want to give time for, you know, things to kick in. Yeah, of course. All right. See you later. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hello, you're on the air. Dave. It's Dave. Who's calling? It's Colin here in Victoria. Colin in Victoria? Yes. It... I just missed you. Yes, I know. I was just, like, just a little, like, I had to go somewhere, and then, like, by the time I got back, it was 2 in the morning. And, uh, oh, man. I guess you weren't still at Logan's, so. I was yeah. at Logan's, and then, uh, you know where I went? No. Uh, well, I'll break it down for you. I was in, right, okay. so wait, you're, you live in Victoria, British Columbia, where I just was. Yes. Last week, exactly. I was observing your people and their habits. Yes. Do you have any questions about them? Well, do you know a place called the Carlton Cabaret Club? Um, I've heard of it, and I haven't been there, no. They have a, a mural of Ronnie James Dio out front. <laughs> or no, in the back, actually. I take it back. Yeah. But anyway, I went there one night. That was a scorcher. Wow. You yeah. got a picture. Yeah, it's I hot did. here. It's actually almost 80 degrees. People are freaking out. Wait, what? Well, there's different ideas about heat waves. I mean, I, I, I understand it's hot where you are. It's pretty hot. They're serving up hot. Oh, this is perfect. I have, uh, I have the Canadian music queued up. I don't know if oh, you can excellent. hear it. Yeah, everything's you know, going our way. You know, I Triumph in concert when I was 13. How was that? I mean, it was well. We know how it was. It was incredible, probably. It was amazing. You know what? They were opening for the Doobie Brothers. Triumph opening. F- I hope you bought like a stack of T-shirts. Was there a T-shirt that had? <laughs> I wish. Had both of them. Yeah, I know. I won the, the, the tickets from a radio station, and uh, it was awesome. That it didn't rules. Didn't make any sense, you know. But uh, that's what. That's the kind of stuff like Triumph would do back. They would take a gig. Yeah. Rock and roll. I love it. Wait, so yeah. what's the what uh what's the what's the deal with Victoria? I couldn't figure it out. Everyone was telling me to go to uh the Bouchard's Gardens. Yeah. Don't go there. I did. It's it's like for someone's aunt. Forget it's a granny place, yeah. Oh man, you should have connected with me, I'd take you to the place you'd rather go. Um, yeah, no, that's like it's full of uh, people you know, that are looking to look at flowers and uh, stuff. Yeah, I don't reckon. Yeah, I, we got bamboozled on that one. I mean, that's a uh, totally man. Like, did like the Chamber of Commerce drive you around? Is that what happened? No, what happened was this old couple at the airport were 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 talking about it, and then the signs are everywhere. And next thing you know. I'm paying 15 bucks to look at a rose bush. Gave me an anxiety attack. Yeah. I was there like yeah, five the minutes. Time, last time I was there, I rode on my motorcycle nearby, and I had to stop for a pee. 
and all these Nazi stormtroopers came out and told me I'm trespassing, even though I was like next, not even in the place. It's kind of like it's a weird, like there's a weird cult going on there or something. I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a weird place. Don't go there. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, you made it out. I'm glad. I went to Miniature World though. Oh, you, oh, you did. Okay, cool. That's cool. Miniature World, world for the listener, as hinted in the name, it's a, uh, it's a bunch of mi- dioramas. So, which are miniature, and uh, I'll never get yeah, that twenty much, minutes back. Not much like that in, in Victoria anymore. They used to be more like like Niagara Falls type tourist attractions, but now like they've gentrified and it's all turned to like Little England, you know. Yeah. What, what do you What do you do there? Um, like nothing right now. I guess I'm, you know, like yeah, I used to write stuff on the internet. I used to work for Google. I used to work for Google. I did the Street View. I was a Street View driver. A what? A sweet, a yeah, street... You know the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car How? with all the markings on it. How does that work? Like a blue ball. What? You it's take fine. picture of... Er- like all of, like, British Columbia and up to the Yukon. What do you do? What do, you do? Like... do you just drive down every street? Yes, literally every street. That's so in a cool. area. I have a question. I've seen okay. like I've gone on on Google View or whatever and I looked up my uh my boyhood home. Uh-huh. Future home of the Dave Hill Museum. Um uh-huh. and I think it was after my dad had moved out and there cuz there was a sign on the front lawn which I think was a for sale sign. Uh-huh. And um but it was blurred out, and I was like, oh. was that the work of the Google worldview people? Absolutely. There's an algorithm that goes around and erases things like that that might be commercial messages. Because people used to uh, uh, hold signs up when I went by when they knew I was coming, or like 14-year-old boys would moon me, or uh, I get flashed. I got flashed by a girl in Alberta. Kudos. With the... Uh, Flashed by a girl in Alberta. That sounds like a euphemism. Ah! Well, in Alberta, the girls are crazy, right? And they'll they'll flash you if they think you're whatever. Sure. Important person like who drives a Google car, or, or they're going to be on the internet. Or Wait, something. that's a not, That's all it takes. Uh, yeah. You just need a Google car. You can get one to, for eighty thousand dollars or something. Wait, you have to buy the Google car yourself? No. No, they they pay you. It's a McJob, you know. Pays like actually, it's not bad. It's like you know, fifteen or twenty bucks an hour, twenty bucks an hour. And you just drive around. Yeah, you just drive around, and they put you in a hotel in the middle of nowhere, and you gradually get weirder and weirder, right? You start to lose your mind. Most people can't do even one full contract. I did two contracts. I did two years. And, Wait, uh, can you like listen I'm to the radio and stuff? Beautiful country, but oh yeah. In a big city, just driving every single street, you slowly lose your mind. Wait, so you just drive? How fast can you drive? Well, there's a buffer on it, so if you go too fast, you have to slow down and let it catch up. But uh, you can go as fast as you want, depending on how fast the upload is on it. And then so I was looking. I was in the middle of nowhere, and I was a super impreza, right? So it's a pretty yeah, it handles pretty well, and uh, it was fun. Wait, I can't hear you very well. Are you on some weird phone? Oh, it's my crap U.S. Uh, telephone here. I've got like a, I've got a U. I live in Victoria. Yeah, we I've got covered a that. Phone because it's uh, I live near the beach, right? Sure. So I can pick up the signal, 
from Port Angeles, Washington, and it's only 20 bucks a month to have a U.S. T-Mobile account instead of like a $100 a month Canadian account. Oh, sweet. That's what I'm... You buck the system. You stick. I like it. Wait, so... Oh, man, I had another... Oh, so, yeah, and then also I've seen on the Google worldview, like, I know someone um, whose house, whole house is blurred out. Yeah. You can do that? You can request to be blurred out, or you can, you can request to be erased, actually, because I, I had crazy... I found a couple of grow-ups once, actually. A couple of what? Grow-ups. You know where people grow marijuana... And, like, they didn't like being photographed. Uh, people come running out after me and tell me to uh, erase the tape or whatever, or else. And uh, one day I had to call the Mounties because I was home. But, uh, um, yeah, no, the, yeah, uh, there's an algorithm that goes through it and cleans it and takes out things that might be a problem for them, like, like a lawyer issue, you know? Wow. So, yeah, the algorithm runs people. Uh, I would like that job. I mean, I don't. I don't have time right now, but someday. You know, I gotta say, I mean, I can finally talk about it because I wrapped it up and I had a non-disclosure for a couple of years. I had I couldn't talk about it, but I can talk about it now. Oh, I love it! Now we're getting all the hot dirt. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think I got enough for a movie or something. Oh, now I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up my boyhood home again. Future home of the Dave Hill Museum. Yes. And it's it's an updated photo. They can, they can, you can ask them to go there, and they can get a guy with a backpack camera to walk inside the museum, and so people can click and go inside. That rules. I can't wait. Yes. I see the new owners aren't having much more luck with the lawn. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. Like Wait, we're losing you. We're the lawns. What's oh, watering, I'm right-handed, watering their lawns during like a uh, a drought, right? Just, yeah. You know, use the water, and are they building? And you you like bust them. And, Wait, know. can you call back? I can't. We're, I think we've lost you. Oh no! It's it's breaking up too much. Okay, hang on. I'll I'll call you back. Okay, uh, thanks. I got I'll get a better signal here. I gotta move. The number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368 here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. I'm sorry, there's a few calls I didn't get to because I'm here all alone tonight wearing almost nothing at all. I think it might be time. I haven't done this in a while. put this call on hold. The number again is 201-209-9368. I'll grab some more calls in a second, but in the meantime, if you've heard the show before, and really, why wouldn't you have? You're well aware that this is the music for the crime blotter, during which I take a closer look some of America's lesser crimes that just so happened to have taken place in northeastern Ohio, where I just so happen to be from.
And I, ha I these are some crimes. I had these last week, but I didn't, didn't get around to them. But they're, I would argue, some of the most chilling crimes I've ever discussed during the wild, this wildly popular crime blotter segment. We start off in Hunting Valley, Ohio. Hunting Valley? That sounds like some sort of paradise. Rolling hills, green grass. Yeah, they have all that stuff. Taser ineffective in volatile domestic dispute over butter. That's right. Domestic violence, resisting arrest, assault on a police officer. This all happened on Topping Lane. A hunting valley man, 60, faces multiple charges after flying into a rage when his wife brought home margarine instead of butter, throwing food items at her, pushing and locking her out of the house, then grappling with police as they tasered him. While the taser didn't necessarily work, a blow to the side of the head from one of the officers did, and the suspect was finally handcuffed late on June 2nd. That's the day before my birthday. Police had arrived to find the wife outside leaning against the car and requesting an ambulance after injuring her head on a doorway. That's not good. Uh, a second ambulance was later requested for the suspect after a struggle ensued when he tried to shut the door on police, telling them he had nothing further to say if they also did not know the difference between butter and margarine. The suspect refused treatment unless an attorney could be present with him at Hillcrest Hospital, but eventually allowed Geauga County jailers to remove a broken taser probe still lodged in his hip. Police also seized roughly a dozen firearms. That's shocking. The guy who flips out over his wife bringing home margarine instead of uh, butter has firearms, uh, including military issues. Rifles and pistols, collectibles and shotguns, along with three boxes of ammunition and a sword. See, the sword I can get behind. The other stuff, not so much. And I, I like the idea of taking a stand for real butter instead of margarine, but I think he took it too far in many ways. Moving on. Turtle keeps officer busy. This is from the Gates Mills police blotter. Gates Mills... That's like right next to Hunting Valley. The case of animals. Woodstock Road. Officers removed a snapping turtle from the roadway June 1st. Wait, isn't that the day before the guy flipped out about the butter or lack thereof? Yes. Later in the day, it was reported that the turtle was once again in the road. An officer checked the area but did not locate it. You tell me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this is a, an open case. Let's keep moving. Cat sitter locked out of house. This is from the Moreland Hills police blotter. This I'm not making this up. Moreland Hills, Gates Mills, Hunting Valley. These are all like right next to each other. What's going on in this area? Shots fired, parentheses, possible. Sun Lancaster Court in Moreland Hills. Beautiful area, by the way. Great place to raise a family or get away from one. <laughs> anyway, a resident reported hearing what sounded like gunshots around 1.30 a.m. June 1st. Is that two days before my birthday? Yeah. 
and asked police to check the area. In the meantime, the caller said he was leaving his home to look around in the area of Chagrin Boulevard and Sam Center Road for any suspects. Around 2 a.m., the cause remained unknown. But do you know what's weird about this case? They say cats that are locked out of house. I might be looking at the wrong case. This sounds... Now I've got some research to do. This this doesn't... This is what happens sometimes when you're a... A gumshoe or a, You know, whatever. I gotta find... Now, that's, I feel like the headline does not match the case. The carpet does not match the drapes. Let's check this one out as long as I'm looking. Bar, tra- bar patron faces indecency charge. This is from the north. This is all the way to the other side of town. North Ridgeville police blotter. Ah, uh, this one's not that good. On June 2nd, is that the day before your birthday, Dave? Yep. An Olmstead Township man was arrested on charges of disorderly conduct, intoxication, and indecent exposure after he was observed urinating in a bar parking lot in plain view of the road in nearby businesses. Now, on the face of it, you're like, well, what's what's the big deal? Um, if you knew Lorraine Road, you'd be like, when is someone not urinating in plain view? That's my old stomping grounds, as you can imagine. Let's get back to the real, the real crimes. Man who stole his own car arrested for OVI. I don't know what that means. We'll find out. This is from the Solon police blotter. Solon, where's that? Is that between Moreland Hills and North Ridgeville? Yeah. At 1.45 a.m. June 1st. Dave, is that two days before your birthday? Yeah, we've covered this. An officer saw a car driven by a Solon man. 28, swerving and drifting across the solid yellow line. I guess that's an issue, because you can't, you can't cross the solid yellow line. Anyone will tell you that. The officer checked the car's license plate and learned that it had been reported stolen from Cleveland. A traffic stop was attempted on Inwood Drive, but the driver continued on to the street on which he lives, Forest Glen Avenue. The man had bloodshot eyes and was uncooperative with police. He smelled of alcohol. It was found that the suspect's car had been towed to an impound lot in Cleveland. Due to, this is like some M. Night Shyamalan stuff due to a parking violation. It became listed as stolen when the suspect went to the impound lot and removed the vehicle without paying a fine and charges. The man was arrested and taken to the Solon jail where he refused to submit to a breath test. He was charged with, what does that mean, OVI? I mean, I could figure it out. I'm sure. If you give me till the end of the show, I'll figure it out. Operating uh, to something vehicle while intoxicated. Not driving with marked line within marked lanes. Not wearing seatbelt failure to comply in felony. He stole his own car. I guess that's what jumped out at me. It's impressive in its own way. You gotta give him that. All right, let's keep moving. I feel like those first two crimes were pretty solid. And then, uh... Then they, then they kind of dropped off. I blame... Do I blame myself? Yeah. All right. Hello, you're on the air. 
OVI. What's OVI? Uh, operating Vehicle Intoxicated. Okay, I had a it, feeling. Ohio version of driving while intoxicated, or DWI, here on the East Coast. Okay. Excellent. Who Who's calling in from where? It's uh, Greg from Central Valley. Central Valley, where's that? Up in Orange County. Uh, you know where Woodbury Common is, that big shopping center? That's what everybody knows this area for. Sure, I, li- I like to get out there. Uh, I have a summer share out there, actually. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that's that's about the only thing that this place is known for, is the big mall, sadly. I love getting out to Woodbury Common. Yeah. Beautiful uh, this the time of year. The too fond of it, though. Why? There's a lot of traffic, and uh, they, they're reconstructing the whole area. I don't know if you've been up here recently, but the interchange right around it is being rebuilt by the state DOT and the thruway authorities. So traffic, what used to be bad, is worse now because of all the lane closures while they put in new bridges and new pavement. and uh, It's chaos down here. This is enraging me, here, even hearing about it. Yeah, I'd avoid it if you can. At least until it's done. Yeah. Then wild horses couldn't stop me. <laughs> Come on. Or fly in like the people with big money do. And land the helicopters in the remote parking lots. Wait, people people take helicopters to Central Valley, New Jersey? No, no, New York. New York. New York. Yeah, they fly in. People with big money will actually take helicopters and take helicopter rides up out of the city or wherever they're coming from. I don't know, the Hamptons, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, they'll land here, they'll do their shopping, they'll load up whatever they buy, and they take off again and then go back to wherever they came from. That's the sweet life you're describing. <laughs> it sounds like. It, it's a uh, I, I must be doing say. something wrong if I'm living from paycheck to paycheck and you got people able to fly in for a shopping trip. Hey, but are they happy? I mean, yeah, sure, probably they are. I hope so. But uh, although you never know, and you know, like you know, it's funny you say that because a, a guy like Anthony Bourdain. I tell you, I wish I could live the life he led, traveling around the world, meeting all kinds of exotic people, eating all kinds of food, and, and, and getting paid to do it. And yet this guy was so like, upset or unhappy with life that he takes us. It's sad. It really is. You know, you've got to wonder sometimes with people that really are, they've got, you know, life by the, I don't know if I could use it on a family, we're still in the family hour, I guess. But when they got, anyway. Cajones. Say again? Cajones, I think. Yes, yes, well put. Yeah, I think you can say that. Cajones, and yet they they still do what they do. It's it's un, so unfortunate. I mean, gosh, he had, he had the life. I used to watch his show, that um, lay, the layover, and that was that other one, um... He had two different shows that he was... But Park, I used to watch Park's both unknown. of them, and I'd say, boy, what a life he's got to be able to, to globetrot and, and meet people and, and, and converse with them and, you know, leisurely pace. Nothing was scripted. It was all conversational, it seemed. Yeah. And it, it relaxed, and to be able to do that, and yet, uh, wow. <laughs> well, You bring up a great point about whether or not are they happy. Well, I mean, you know, 
just goes to sh- I mean, as we learn, uh, unfortunately, over and over again, it, you know, life is not uh Mm-hmm. Th- those things don't aren't necessarily what make people happy or not happy. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's it's it's. And uh, you know, there's a. Uh, point. You know, then there's you know mental health and all that. It's very complicated. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry for bringing the show down. You know, you were on a roll, but now. It's about... debatable whether I I was on a roll, and I'm always happy to talk about uh, these sorts of things. You know, I think because it makes. Uh, you know, make people aware and and let people know they're not alone if they're uh, mm-hmm. feel, feeling not great or having issues themselves. So I think it's good to talk about it. Sure. And believe sure. me, something will happen to drive the show much lower. <laughs> Come on. Give it time. Yeah, just give it time. This is nothing. It's going to get much worse. <laughs> Gosh. I, I hope not. I was actually looking at you. You were teased me before with the music. I thought you were going to roll into an Eye on Canada segment. Oh, I have one locked and loaded. Believe uh-huh. me. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll come out of this into an Eye on Canada. After I'll, t- I'll grab these next few calls. We'll do Eye on Canada, and then uh, I'll go do some crunches or something. Sounds good. The perfect evening. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for calling. You got it. My pleasure. All right. Keep up the good work. Yep. Will do. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. The number is 201-93. What is it? 201-209-9368. Oh, I just blacked out for a second. 201-209-9368. If you call in, uh, I'll just throw you on hold because I'm here all alone. And, and I'm, I just it's just me and my hot pants here tonight. I'm Dave from before. Hello, you're on the air. Dave. It's Dave. Who's this? Colin here again. Colin. Oh, from Victoria. Yes. What do we can hear you so much better now? Yeah, I switched the uh, thing. Sweet. Um, oh. where where I feel like we're things were getting to a fever pitch. I can't remember what we were talking about. Google World View. Well, Street View. Street and, View. Uh, I guess I don't know yet. You have questions about Street View. I can talk about them now because I was—I had a non-disclosure. For a just long let time loose with it. Holding it in, so now I can talk without being sued. Well, I guess they could still sue me. Oh. Well, you know what I used to think about that. Go- I thought that um, Google Street View was live, and there were cameras everywhere. <laughs> so sometimes I would look—I would like look up where I live. And then I would be like, wait a minute, is that car out there now? You know, like I would see what cars were in the picture parked in the street. Yeah. Never matched up. You will spot cars that people will see a car where it shouldn't be parked, like at somebody's house. And, like, yeah, drama happens. Um, Yeah, no, people come up to me in the car and they, they ask questions like that. And they don't, yeah, they think it's live or that I'm, Updating it live as I'm driving around, you know? Yeah. It takes months. Like, I, what I do is I fill up a one terabyte, no, a three terabyte hard drive every day, and then mail a box of them every week to somebody in North Carolina. Then it takes a few months, and then you'll see yourself, you know, flashing me or, you know, probably that's, next that's year. That's the hope. Or whatever, well, you know, whatever you're doing. In the this is the sweet life. Like, you know, 
I was thinking it was flying into Central Valley to go shopping, but I think it's doing Google Street. I would be love to just you drove around the Yukon. Yeah, no, I had I easily had the best gig of anybody because I was actually out of the phone range. They couldn't tell. They couldn't talk to me, even though there was like I was able to go anywhere basically. So they had restrictions on me, and I wasn't able to contact them. So I said, oh, what the hell, let's go down that road and see where it goes." So uh, yeah, I went everywhere, and I um, I logged these secret roads going to the border for like smugglers and stuff. I thought I'd do that as a public service. Wait, you found secret roads? Yes, along the Creston Valley and around there. I looked at the where border. is that? Washington border with Washington. It's like this Creston Valley is a cult there. It's like a Mormon cult, and there's like kids walking around with no shoes. Wait, anyway, I think I heard about this. It uh, is that the one. Where there's the documentary about it? I pro- yeah, I think so. Yeah. I yeah. love it. And I-, I took pictures of them, like I'm in a spaceship going around, and they're all staring at me. But anyway, I found all these dirt roads, and I wasn't in contact, so I don't know what the hell, I see where they go. And yeah, I was tracking these... Uh... Anyway, so if anybody wants to do some, some cross-border shopping and whatever, I mean, that's how you can do it. I love it. it it also could be like an underground railroad for American refugees, you know. Someone, someone is asking, how does P- I don't know what, you know what this means. How does Pizza Guy get past the camera every time? Do you know what that means? Pizza Guy. Yeah. Uh, is that like no? Is that like comic book store guy or something? Or? I don't know. No idea. Eight maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, no, it's like you, you, you document the whole world. So I went all over. I went up to the uh, Yukon and uh, I did like the Icefield Parkway and Banff and Jasper and, and all these sort of remote areas. And what's yeah, going What's going on in the I, Yukon? What's that? What What happens in the Yukon? What happens there. What happens? Uh, well, uh, people will pan for gold and stuff. Man, I got to get up there. Yeah, you should go now, actually, because it's the midnight sun, right? I would totally get on an airplane now. It's a big party. Uh, summer solstice on June 20th or whatever, or thereabouts. And uh, I recommend you and all your listeners go to the Yukon. Let's do it. Week. We yes. should, let's do a goddamn Dave Hill show meetup in the Yukon. That's yeah, it. I'll jump on my motorbike. I'll meet you up there. That's what I was trying to think of, like another thing to do. In between now and the art show, when we figured it out, the meetup in the Yukon. No, it's totally the place to go, man. Because All right, like, it's it's, it's settled. It, like the sun doesn't go down, right? So people have a party for twenty-four hours. Okay, this is this is the new plan. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you. With it, we've we've figured it out. We were trying to figure it out last week. Okay. Now here we are. Yes. The goddamn Dave Hill Show meetup in the Yukon. Yes. And we can get Keanu Reeves to come. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll call him. You know Keanu Reeves? I don't, but I know someone who does. That's 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 as close as I've come. Yeah, it's pretty close. How do you know someone? How does your how does this person know Keanu Reeves? No one knows Keanu Reeves. It's impossible. What? He's Canadian. Keanu Reeves is Canadian. Oh man. Yeah. I'm learning a lot tonight. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Can you get can you get your friend who knows Keanu Reeves to call in 
and answer some Keanu-based questions? Uh, I'll give him a call and see if he's around. Is uh, he also Canadian? Yes. Most most people I know are Canadians. That's the that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, Good. I, I can keep track of the hockey and stuff. That way. Canadian people are nicer. Well, it's because like it's a smaller country. It's like a small town. People are nicer to each other because like the consequences could be really bad otherwise. Oh, because they feel like they can't get away with it. Being well, jerks. exactly. It's kind of like it's a kind of a snitch state here, actually. Like you can't get away with much. There's a lot of rules, you know, and people are always watching you. It's like sure. narcs everywhere, man. Sure, man. Yeah, and the politeness is kind of passive aggressive, if you ask me. Oh yeah, no, I know when people say sorry or sorry, they yeah. really mean something else. Well, sorry, you know, you, you just get an elbow in the eye. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, these Canadians are a bunch of pricks. Oh, yeah, when we gave you hockey fights and stuff, it's like, yeah, we're peaceful people, sure. <laughs> man, oh, man. Yeah, watch out for Canadians. Well, they're, real, uh, they're taking over, man. I will well, bring know, it on. Trump's on the money, you know. He knows what's going on. They're going to, what's that movie where they fake uh, an invade? Oh, maple syrup? Oh, yeah. Oh, is that, it's not, that's not what it's called. Canadian bacon. Canadian bacon. Yeah. That's with the one with John Candy, I think. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, in Canada, we don't even call it Canadian bacon. It's just bacon. Just bacon, or, yeah. It would be redundant. To, it uh, wouldn't make sense. Or like, I guess they call it back bacon, is what they call it. It's a little different than regular sliced bacon. Sure. So, yeah. And, like, almost nobody I know eats it. Because it's weird. I think it's a superior bacon. I don't. I'm off bacon myself. But if I were to eat bacon, I'd go Canadian have, bacon every time. Really? You think so? It doesn't really have bacon flavor. Like it doesn't have the smoky flavor, right? Does it? It's more of a ham. Yeah, it's a ham. It's like ham for breakfast. But you what know, a ham it is! Ham, you know, like it's a it's fine a ham. Thing. It's a weird thing to eat for breakfast. If you ask me, but whatever. Like, it's something my granny would eat, you know? Yeah, on her way to Bouchard Gardens. Yes, exactly. The Bouchard Garden people would all be all over that. That's the kind of... They're all about it. Oh, yeah. No, they're all about that. You know, like my dad would, like, drink maple syrup. It was so abundant and cheap. He would drink maple syrup? What, does he think he's going to live forever? Yeah, he thought it was some kind of health elixir. I think a lot of hippies still think that, actually. Is he with us still? No, unfortunately, Pat. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. No, he had a, he lived a very long time. He lived to almost ninety. Well, you know what? Uh, you can attribute that to drink that? drinking maple syrup. Well, what? But it's a good thing. I mean, it's delicious. Oh yeah. I mean, but yeah, he would drink it. He grew up like a poor in the bush, uh, French Canadian, and uh, they would have, it was so abundant that uh, this was considered food. So and they would sell, you know, most of it. But, so. That's the life. Yeah, yeah. And then nobody had teeth by their mid twenties. Nobody had teeth. Who needs teeth? Well, yeah. Overrated. Well, if you can just drink maple syrup, and I guess you could. I don't know. You could blunder the bacon. I guess. Or I don't know. Oh man. Paradise. Yeah. Yeah, I thought helicoptering into Central Valley was cool. Central Valley, that's in California. 
No, it's in uh, New York, apparently. We covered this. We did, okay. I think of the Central Valley as the abundant uh, valley of California that produces most of our fruit and vegetables. Oh, no. No, it's okay. over. it's out here. Well, listen, okay. Colin, I, I have 78 okay. calls on hold. Take, take some more calls. I'm all enjoying this. All right, thank you very much. We've, we've learned a lot tonight. Okay. All right, bye-bye. That later. You're listening to the Goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City, and Rockin' Connie at 91.9 FM and online worldwide at WFMU.org. The number here is 201-209-9368. Let's take a couple more. Then I think I'm going to play some jams. Hello. You're on the air. Hi, Dave. Hey. I'm calling to apologize. And who, who is to this? talk to you about detox, of all things. Who is this? Uh, I've called in before. I'd rather remain anonymous, but I'm calling from New England. New England? Yep. What's, what's going on with you? Well, first off, uh, I clogged up your phone lines a lot last year, calling in drunk and uh, trying to be funny. I have no idea why. And I wanted to apologize. Don't apologize for that. Well, it was, uh, I guess I was reaching out. I don't know quite what I was doing, but uh, you went along and, uh, and, uh, but it was just, it was sour. It wasn't, it wasn't much good. And I just kind of embarrassed myself. Oh, wait, remind me, what did we talk about? Because it could have been, you know, you may stand corrected. (laughs) I I don't think it was funny. I think I was just, commenting on comments and it was just it was blather more than anything else well um don't beat yourself up too much about it no i won't i won't i love your show and uh keep on keeping on but i i had a drinking problem i still have a drinking problem and don't uh, we all and don't mean to bring the show down but there are some stories there and uh and uh for anybody that's got a problem out there that might be in the listening audience Maybe it'll do some good. You were just talking about Bourdain, so who knows? Yeah. Um, well, what is your story? Did did you want to tell one? Or I will. You? Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, I, uh, uh, a bad marriage, basically. And, Aren't uh, they all? And drinking out of loneliness. I was a lone drinker. That's why I would call into the show. And uh, it kind of all came to a head, and... Uh, and I actually was going to go out and get beer and walk down the street instead to the local CVS. And I was going to try and rehydrate some and instead went to the local mini clinic. And the, uh, the nurse there, the nurse practitioner, basically said, I can't let you leave. Uh, you're suffering from withdrawal. I was a big mess. And they, uh, they wheeled me out uh, on a stretcher from the local CVS and uh, I went to a local hospital. Uh, stayed overnight, then went to uh, to detox for a week, which I didn't even know existed at the time. Oh wow! Yeah, it was pretty serious. A uh, it was a and it was all voluntary. You just kind of go. Uh, they take your cell phone. Wait a minute. A breath, they give you a breathalyzer before you go in to make sure you're not drunk. Mm-hmm. And you spend a week, um, kind of taking classes and going outside where everyone smokes and uh, and you're kind of isolated for a week and it was real eye-opening there's a lot of uh, including myself there's a lot of hurting people out there beautiful people but 
but hurting people. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, those, that's a fact. That's a fact. Everyone's trying to climb out of this weird shell. So anyway, uh, um, one funny story from it was I only had so many clothes, and they wash your clothes there. you got to put them in a brown paper bag, and you just leave them on a seat. What do you wear in the meantime? Uh, you, whatever other set of clothes that you have. Oh, okay. You just keep on wearing the same set of clothes. Just wanted to clarify. Yep. And then, um, and so my, my clothes never came back, and I was like, what's going on? So it was like two days, my clothes never came back. And I'm walking past the TV room where everyone ra- watches, like, CSI or whatever that show is, and I see one of the guys there, one of the sweetest could be guy, wearing one of my shirts. And I'm like, what's going on? So, I'm, so I went up to him and I said, I think that's my shirt. And uh, he just thought that his wife or daughter had dropped off new clothes for him. He didn't recognize the shirt, but wore it anyway. And uh, he'd been wearing all my clothes for about two or three days. It was kind of funny. All of your clothes, like from head to toe? Head to toe. Shorts. Your, your under- he wore your underwear? I don't know about that. I would find but, out. Yeah, I don't. Well, I didn't come home with too many of the clothes that I had there. Okay. Another guy came up to me. His folks would not bring him anything and asked me for some of my clothes. So I actually gave him some of my clothes before I, before I left. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. it was rough, man. Well, it's nice you helped him out. And how are you doing now? Doing well. Good. Well, going to meetings, um, that seems to help. I was a big skeptic, but uh, it really does seem to work for me. Just, uh, I think because I was so isolated to kind of see other people in the same boat and and having had the same experiences, it was kind of, um, that's a, it's a, it, it was welcome to me. It kind of, it kind of works for me. That's so it's good. been almost, you know, three months or so, and I still got a long row to hoe, but it's going well. But it, mostly, I just wanted to apologize to you for doing the drunken call-in and, hey, you, and kind, you kind of embarrassing myself, but at the same time, I think I wanted to be part of something. I think I was so isolated that the call-in was the way that I could connect somehow. It's kind of it's kind of sad. Well, you don't you don't have to apologize, and you are part of something. So, um, you know, so here here you are. Yep, and then, and you made me feel that way. So thanks, I guess. Well, but, thank you. All right. Call well, enough anytime. of this fall to roll. Keep um, on keeping on, Mister Dave Hill. Yeah, and keep thanks up. for letting me rant. And, keep up uh, the good work, and I'll certainly keep on listening. Cool. Then, and, and congrats on uh, your progress and. Working towards a better place and all that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I hope uh, you get your, out- your outfits back. <laughs> Perhaps most importantly. That's that's nothing compared to uh, to being healthy and uh, and feeling good. So uh, it's all good. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Bye, man. Have Take a good care. night. Thank thanks you. for calling. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 201-209-9368. Let's take this call here. And then I think it might be Stone Cold Jam time. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. Scott. Scott, formerly of Otisville, currently of Long Island. What's, okay. go- what's going on? Um, well, I, 
got my uh, my Tom Papa book this week. Oh, and uh, I got to say that's good reading. You got well the Dave Hill effect. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he, the, Tom's the best, and his, yeah. his book is great. Very funny. Your dad stole my. Is it wait? Your dad stole my rake. Or our rake. I got. I should pull it up. I'm your dad stole my rake. My rake. Yeah, your dad stole my rake. Yeah, and other did, family he, he dilemmas. Great advice for this Father's Day. Like chapter number one is talking about dads, and he says don't send them a Father's Day gift. Pretty much. So I didn't, and, and it worked. He didn't get one. Oh well, I just called my. I sent my dad a card, which I don't know if he got. And then I called him. I was about to go on stage in Seattle. And then I was like, oh, my God, I forgot to call him for Father's Day. And I called him, and I was, was like, I was underneath the stage. And there's like a 1,000 or 2,000 people, you know, losing their minds because I'm about to come out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I realized, I was like, wait a minute, it's Saturday. And I was like, I got to go, Dad. I called him back to yesterday. <laughs> It is not your day. Tomorrow. Yeah. Settle down. Hung up on his ass. Um, how are things? You, you've been out of prison now for five and a half months? Yep. Is it? Yep. Com- coming up on six. Wow. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Re- reality is starting to set in. It's uh, In a good way or a you know, bad way? Hopefully a good um, way. It, it, it's all good. Um it's, uh, you know, if every day is good, then uh, the bad days aren't as good, I guess. You know, I don't, like, you need the bad days to make the good days even better. Um, and you're never going to just go forward all the time. Uh, you know, if there's stumbling blocks in the road. It's just a matter of, you know, how you get over it. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I had a plan for when I got out, and I knew the direction that I was going in. And I've been going in that direction, but uh, I've also found out that there are other places that I'm just, you know, things that I can't be a part of anymore. And, uh, you know, life has changed. Being away for 10 years, coming out, it's a whole new world. And, uh, but, you know, I'm making the best of it. Excellent. Do you ever have those moments, you know, you always hear about guys like, they got out of prison. They're like, "Oh man, it was better on the inside." <laughs> I have moments when I think that sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, geez, I got a million things that I don't want to do any of them. Boy, I wish I could just go sit in my cube and play my guitar and wait, know you exactly can... what's going to happen in the next hour. Wait, you can play the guitar in prison, and some guy doesn't try to shank you? Uh, well, that's a whole other story. I mean. You know, when you have a guitar, though, it's I, I would much rather if I had to choose a weapon, I would much rather have a guitar over a shank. Oh, because I, I had a bass guitar, an electric bass guitar. Wait, you could pl- you could plug in and play bass in prison? Yeah, we we have not discussed this. I don't think. Yeah, we had we had a full band over there. But you can just sit in there in the middle of the day and start playing bass, and some guy doesn't come over and be like, Scott. Well, in if the, you in don't the band room, stop you it now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a fist puppet out of you, or whatever. I don't know. I'm just making. I don't know what he'd the, say. We're, we're not allowed to play in our cubes. We're not allowed to play our instruments without 
plugging in to headphones. Oh, okay. You know how they have the little little plug-in amps that go on, and you can plug your headphones in. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah, we had those. Um, you know, we had the big amps were down in the in the um, in the band room in the gym. But uh, sweet. Yeah, I had, you know, there were times I had the keyboard in there. Actually, there were times I had a guitar, a bass, and a keyboard. You know, we're we're getting ready for a show. What was your band called? In prison. <laughs> uh, we didn't really have a name, but it was kind of like, um, How did oh, you... they're playing again. <laughs> Why didn't you have a name, man? That's that's the first thing you do when you form a band. You know, we there was a couple of names that we were throwing around, uh, but I, I left. Like, Prison is interesting. Uh, it doesn't, like, time means everything in there. So whoever's been in a spot the longest, he's the guy that runs the show, regardless of talent or ability. And so when I first got there, the guy that was running the band, he was very like James Brown. Like, we're doing everything my way, and it's like this, and there's no changing everything. And if you don't like it, there's the door. Oh, thank you. Exactly, yeah. He. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Sounds uh, like a real piece he, of work. Uh, and then when he left, there was like this skirmish to get that you know band leader spot and in that skirmish they ended up getting the band room shut down so for a couple of years there was no band then uh, like an actual physical skirmish um no no but it was like crazy people doing stupid things um refusing okay the superintendent every year there's volunteers that go into the prison and the superintendent does an event for the volunteers every year where the band plays and they have catered food and, and everything. You know, it's a nice event for the volunteers. And the band at the last minute refused to play because, you know, he said, she said, you know, garbage was going on and, it, you know, <laughs> everybody wanted to be the leader all of a sudden. Man. Uh, yeah, and, and she said, oh, you're not going to play for my event? Okay, yeah, lock the door. And uh, that was the end of the band for a couple of years. Um, I did, I, I put the music together for, like, the graduations and stuff like that, because um, she still wanted to have, like, the pomp and circumstance for the GED graduations and stuff. So I put the band together for that. And we still, played. though, it's a lot of hassle. The more I hear about prison, the more I don't like it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Well, we definitely laughed at times, though. Huh. Oh, yeah. Mostly at the expense of other people and the silly things that they do. Well, if that show, Orange is the New Black, tells yeah. us anything, it's, you know, there's lots of hijinks in prison. Have you started watching that yet? What's that? Have you started watching that? No. Yeah. No, I, I kind of avoid TV like the plague. Um... I, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting back to life. Like there was, you know, there was a time when I was locked up where TV was like the only thing that we had. <laughs> now there's, uh, now there's millions of other things. Now you have the do. internet. Um, yeah, I, I got the internet. I have a real bass, a real keyboard, you know, a real guitar. Uh, I, uh, I a real job. Um, <laughs> there's people out there. It's, you know, there's yeah. stuff to do. There's a whole, uh, whole world out there. That. There's a, yeah, there's a whole world out here. All kinds of neat little corners to dig in. 
Well, Scott, I gotta um, I gotta take a break and go let my guest in because I'm here all alone tonight. Yep, and you gotta do some crunches. Uh, I gotta do crunches. So I gotta and I uh, I'm gonna play. But call, can you call back in 20 minutes? I can do that. And uh, we'll we'll uh, I'll have follow up questions. Okay. All right. Thanks, Scott. Yep. No problem. Take care, dude. Bye. All right, I'm going to play some jams. Go get my first guest. Do some crunches. What not. There's rumors that Danny D might be coming in. But, uh... If I can get the locks working here, that won't be the case. The number here is 201-209-9368 here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show. I was lucky enough, my band Valley Lodge was lucky enough to play with the Posies and Tara Lightfoot last night at Bowery Ballroom, which ended up being brought to you in the world by WFMU, as fate would have it. So I thought, hey, I'll play one of my favorite songs by them. That, that, that was an incredible segue. Oh, hello. It's Dave. Mentioned earlier, you just heard Lynn Collins with Rock Me again and again and again and again and again. Before that, the Posies with Solar Sister. I'm going to play a couple more Stone Cold Jams and then we'll be back. With Danny Feltz. There's some calls on hold. I did a fun thing with my hair. Um, the number is 201-209-9368. We do have a, uh, an Ion Canada segment that will blow your brains out your butt. But first... Sleep. Slade. One of the greatest bands of all time, in my expert opinion, with Far, Far Away. Before that, Sleep with Marijuanots theme, or Marijuanots? That's what I said from their new album, first album in what, 17 years, I think? The Sciences, and it's pretty great. Let's grab this call real quick, and then... I'll bring my first guest on with guns blazing. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, Dave. Is this is this the pride of Carney? It's Jimmy from Carney. How are you, man? Carney, good. How are you? I'm hanging in. What's happening? I'm. Uh, what is that? Are you are, are you okay? Yeah, no. I was just trying to give Molly a can of food. Who's Molly? My dog. Um. Oh, okay. So I was in a bad angle. Oh, right. Okay. And, uh, you know, I still don't have power, but it's a pleasant, it's relatively pleasant. Uh, There's a breeze blowing after the rain. Sure. And then for the drinking game, I still haven't been able to find a urologist who takes my insurance, but I think I might have. Is that a euphemism? No, no, that's exactly what I can't find right now. Okay. Um... It has nothing to do with call girls or anything. Oh, okay. And then I, um, I think it might be BPH. I shouldn't self-diagnose, but 
What is BTH? I think it's benign prostate hyperplasia. I don't think it has anything to do with British Petroleum. That we know of. That we know of, yeah. But um, I also have like a sore on the outside. Wait, hold hold up a second. Oh, sorry. Let's build up the suspense. Okay. On the outside of your what? But did I say something? You said you have some, a, some, a sore. Oh, on... forgive me, forgive me. I, yeah, I have a sore, some sort of sore on the outside of my right ankle uh, around this time last year, but a month earlier in May, I was in hospital for about three or four days with some sort of infection in the inside of my left ankle. So, but I have... It's a different posture this time. I have uh, a couple of uh, half-used tubes of steroid cream that I think will hit it and take care of it. So Keep talking. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. Go ahead. Yeah, no. No, no, it's... I mean, I don't want people to get alcohol poisoning, but those, those are really the only two kind of things that are going on and the uh the bph if it's that you know i finished up cipro what is what is bth again uh benign as i understand it benign prostate hyperplasia which means essentially bph uh not unusual swelling especially for a guy in his 50s you know and and above and perhaps even younger um sure but, you know, but there's a lot more wrong down there that I won't get into. Uh, we, we have we have time. Let's, I mean, I, let's, let well, me, it's, just, it's just, you know, it's just... Just give us a sense of it. Give us you know a sense. Saying? Give us a sense. Uh, You're in a uh, safe I don't know space. if it's the antidepressants or depression, but my junk is, like, really... I don't want to get too... It's just too much. It's Dostoevsky-like to, like... You know, kind of. I know we're in an oversharing era, kind of, but that's you know, um, yeah, yeah. I need you to tell me from my next blog post. Be cool. Um, well, uh, just you know, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, enough about your downtown real estate. Okay. Um, is yeah. No. Who... No. It's not a lot of time. No one should spend time on that. Well. Really. I'm just going to let that float on down okay. the river. Um, as anyone who's heard the show before is well aware, you know, who's heard you call in, you have the voice of an angel. Um, oh, you're too kind. <laughs> so it would, you know, it'd be a shame to have you call in and not sing something for us. Can you, would you be willing to give us just like a little taste of something? Just yeah, anything? you know, for the time Your of choice. year, despite the world seemingly falling off its axis, Mm-hmm. Um, something Brechtian would seem more appropriate, but I just feel like cranking out some Irish traditional, if it would be acceptable to you. Um, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, I'd be thrilled. All right, let me put the phone out a little bit. Yeah, okay. give, give it a little breathing. All right. right. One pleasant evening in the month of June, as I was sitting with my glass and spoon... A small bird sat on an ivy bunch, and the song he sang was the jug of punch. 
We lost him. That's too bad. <laughs> Jimmy, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. I'm not sure what's going on with the phones here tonight. Um, the number here is 201-209-9368. That's 201-209-9368. Joining me now, making, I believe, I believe his triumphant second appearance on the show. Am I right about that? That's correct, yes. Mr. Danny Feltz. Yes. Thank you for joining me. Yum yum, um, yum yum. That, I like <laughs> yeah. I like that. I you like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got legs. Oh yeah, no. I, I say that with my friend uh, Carrie really frequently. Like she'll be like, "Oh, I'm going to the veterinarian to, or I'm going to do some other task," and I'll just be like, "Oh, yum yum." It's just sort of this. It's not. It doesn't have to be food. Sort of an af- um, affirmation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna start using it. Maybe. Hmm. Not tonight. But soon, <laughs> you're just returning. For, you were on the road, mm-hmm. yeah. As they say I was kind of like. I mean, I want to say I was on the road, but I was kind of like just in the air because uh, I wasn't like um, fl- like driving from like city to city. Like I ended up getting a lot of one way tickets to like weird places. So I went like, like where? I went to uh, Milwaukee, and then yes. L.A., then San Francisco, up to Seattle. Uh, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and then Kansas City. This that that's not the best routing I've ever. Heard. No, it's 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 not. But it was sort of like spurred off of these two anchors, uh, which was Kansas City and L.A. So instead of just going from like bam bam bam, I have family in Seattle, and then I can do stuff in SF because it's like you know close to L.A. and what have you. Sure. Uh, so I just sort of like. You know, it wasn't the most efficient way, but I actually hadn't really ever been to OKC before, and there's like a lot of really good shows. Oh, in San that's Francisco. Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love San Francisco. Oh, it's fun. And see, I was in Seattle y- yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, did you no, say wait, wait, no, I take it back. The day before. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you say hello to my mom in Shoreline? She. I did. Been, I, just, yes. I dropped off at sure. her place for sure. For sure. Yes. For a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Said yeah. hello to the cats. I like it. It's a cat. I didn't stay in Seattle though. I was what? I was in Redmond. Oh, you were uh, on the other side of Lake Washington. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wild. What was in Redmond? Were you getting <laughs> or were you picking up some uh, some of those Costco jeans in Kirkland? No, but they had, someone was t- telling me about Costco. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I. I think my friend Chris was telling me about Costco being in Kirkland. Mm-hmm. That's like a Chris was telling me about co- co- Chris. It's like a tongue twister if you if I eliminate some words. But yeah, my hotel was in Redmond. Okay, yeah, that's where that's where Microsoft is too. Yeah, I learned that. Mm, yeah, so there's you. There's a lot of people in there, like prominent, prominent tech people there for sure. Yeah, I could feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some. Wait, let's 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 see who these. We have some calls on hold. I, I want to grab these before to, before uh, before they get too Before antsy. we really dig in with stories from the road. Oh, for sure. And we'll but we'll let let's. Hello, you're on the air. Dig in. Oh yes, the Ooh. pride of Bensonhurst. The pride Engage. of Bensonhurst. <laughs> you're on with me and Danny Phelps. What's going on since since we last spoke a, a little bit ago? Uh, I guess I'm more high. You're higher, you mean? Yeah, same difference. Um, 
My English is not going to be too good. Well, um, I'll take it. I'll take you. However I can get you, I'll take it. Oh. What What's happened since we last spoke about an hour ago or so? Hour and 15 or 16 minutes. Good. I'm, I'm glad we clarified, <laughs> clarified that. that. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dan. How are you? Hello. Uh, is this Ing Dave? Yes. Oh. Oh, it's Ing Dave. Yeah, that's what I thought. We we met actually since the last time I was on the program. I met Ing Dave. I th- Where? Odd show. I, th- I think it was at like a. I think it was at a show. I think it was at your show or something or one 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 of your outings. Like oh, he, he was there. One of one of my good time outings. Mm-hmm. Yes. Must have been at Witch Taint. Probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, and uh, Scott was, like, taking pictures of you, and you were, like, posing, uh, and they turned out pretty good. I think, yeah, that was at the Witch Taint show, if, yeah. if memory serves. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a poser. Sort of. I mean, literally, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it in a complimentary way. <laughs> right, Dave? What? Wait, I, I missed that. What did you say? <laughs> You blacked out for a few seconds? I blacked out for a second. You know, anything after 10.30, it's all... I thought it was 11. It's getting early. It's getting early. You know, yeah. Grandpa's getting up there. But uh, continue. What we Just repeat it. No, it's just hard to hear your stone voice. You're not as articulate. <laughs> That's really bad, then. What? See? <laughs> My point. <laughs> you didn't understand a word I said, huh? I got I, that, yeah. Well, I don't remember. <laughs> it's all right. Surprising. You're in a, a, I can't remember. You're in a safe space, don't worry. You're all stony baloney. Yes. Oh, God. Aren't you going to be in Long Island, Dave? This, this coming Friday? I'm g- I, w- I am going to be. It's funny you mention that. This Friday. I'm With Claire O'Kane yet. Yeah, Claire O'Kane and I are going to be at Cinema Arts Center in Huntington. Just living. Too bad I can't get a lift for that. You can't get a what? Lift. Why can't you? Can't Maybe Melissa from Vermont could come in and get you, <laughs> drive you to Long Island? If not hers, I'm sure someone would. I uh, highly doubt that. I don't know. We'll see. If anyone your listeners won't even follow me on Twitter. That doesn't Twitter. Come on, let's live in the now. Let's live in the real world. My real world hurts. <laughs> hey, that's why we're all in this together. Yeah, we gotta we gotta be part of it. Yeah. So there's a little less hurt. How about if anyone out there wants to pick up Ing Day, the? They would have done it already. No, I'm just <laughs> we're just bringing it up now. We brought this up a couple of years ago. Well, you've been picked up many times since then. Can you just take the railroad out, or let's not no get trains. into that? He, you, you won't ride trains. There, trains do exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I realize that. Yeah, um, but uh, I can't take them because of my head and ear problems. If anyone wants to pick up Ing Dave Friday, no, they don't. I'm. T- can we just give it a chance? Did that last time. It's happened, though. It's actually happened. Melissa. Yeah. But She's that, not coming from Vermont. You never know. Let's let her s- decide. 
can't decide that for her. Or someone else could be like, I want to jump into the breach. I want in Dave ride, riding shotgun with me. With a bong. With a bong. <laughs> no, I don't take that places. Good, good. Yeah, you should have Want to hear that. it again or what? Yeah, yeah, hit it. It's a highbrow show. Yeah. There's... Again, no choke. Wait, wait, do it again. Wait, you didn't hear it? No, I didn't. No, do it again. You had to hear that. I put the piece of crap right on the speaker of the phone. I wish there was a phaser effect. Oh, yeah. Oh. Should I drink the bong water? Yeah, please. Oh, forget it. No. That's some next level. First rule of bong water. You gotta chug it. Really? Is that mm-hmm. like some rite of passage? Uh, yeah, I'm sure somebody's hazed somebody that way. Like a frat? He's like, yeah, you gotta why drink not? it. Why not? I wouldn't. I'd probably heave it up. Yeah, it seems like it might be kind of gross. <laughs> if I, ha- if I had way, to yeah. say. I've never used a bong myself. I know, you just drink. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. My, I just got banned. Uh, limit. I got in trouble on Twitter. What? Um, I just got what's it called. Oh, only for the next twelve hours. It's no biggie. Oh, did somebody report you? I think someone reported me because I, I said something. Twitter jail. Twitter jail. Oh well. What are you gonna do? Oh, it's because... Directed towards the president? Yeah, I said... I, uh, we don't need to repeat it. Yeah. Sometimes... I, d- I didn't need to say he was the president. That's oh. bad enough. All right. I, I can uh, do a bong sound with this water, if you want. Sure. Yeah. Why not? That was good. I'm super high now. That it sounded lifelike. Yeah, not yes, bad. It did. I um, should know. Good stuff. Well, Ing Dave, can you call back in twenty minutes? Yes. There's a, there's a lot happening. Let's go to it. All right. Speak to you, twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello, you're on the air. Is hello. That, hello. I think I heard a bong. <laughs> That was totally. I was joking. This this is Carrie. Carrie from from Brooklyn. Yeah, I was, doing a, my, I was practicing a fake bong hit. It seemed like you were really uh, doing it up. What's going on? I'm just um, I'm just hanging out. I um, had a big. Oh, actually, I wanted to tell. Your friend who called in about, um, like, his, he didn't have any power and all that. And he was in all kinds of pain and his junk and everything. Wait, the guy, wait, when was this call? Jimmy, I like think. Two call, like two calls ago. Wait, Jimmy? Who, oh. Yeah, the, vo- the voice of an angel. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, okay. Um, he should try this stuff called 
hemp Q-tips. Hemp Q-tips? It's spelled H-E-M-P-C-E-U-T-I-X. And there's all different kinds, but um, they're um, phytocannabinoids, and they actually sell it at the co-op. It's um, CBD, so it's legal in all 50 states. But um, I have several friends who are um, have neurological pain or are going through chemo and aren't regular pot smokers, so they, they really have a clear um, mind of like what is making them better and what's not. Like because a lot of people who also smoke weed sort of sort of mix it up. But this is it's called relief. They're all different ones. There's like stress, relief, sleep, and complete. And um, anyway, I just wanted to tell him he should try it. Well, you just did, I think. I've heard of these. Uh, Where do you get this stuff? I mean, I think, I mean, you can get CBD anywhere, but this particular brand seems to be really good, and you can get it at the co-op. Oh, at the at the Park Slope co-op? The one you want to sneak into, where I'm going to sneak you in. That's the dream. Oh. Totally. Okay, is this, where, this is a special grocery store. You have to have, like, a, a thing to get in? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was covered last week on the hit radio program yeah. this mm-hmm. one Greatest hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a prime co-op but location anyway, oh people love yeah, it I thought of that what's that yeah. I just thought of that because it seems like a lot of the things he's talking about might this could you know give him a lot of relief well hey Jimmy if you're out there give us a call and, and uh, you can talk to uh, Carrie about this directly and let her know some of your ailments. And I'm going to go ahead and call an audible. Two drinks <laughs> per Jimmy ailment. Mm. <laughs> um, and then I was going to ask um, if you were at the Mermaid Parade, but you weren't. I think you were in Seattle. I, well, wait, when was it? Yesterday? No, it was on Saturday. Oh, no, I was in Seattle on Saturday. What parade is that? The, it's in Coney Island, right? Mm-hmm. And what goes people like kind of scamper about in crazy outfits? People totally scamper about in like crazy outfits and non-outfits and you can be topless. I mean, you can always be topless. Which I prefer. But you can fully have them out? I mean, you can fully have them out anytime. You mm-hmm. can. Men can. Women can in New York. In New York City, New York State. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. I've heard of this. It's it, legal since 1992. Mm-hmm. How come people don't do it more often? I don't know, but I try to do it all the time because I'm sure it's going to get taken away from us. So I'm like, do it now, you know, because it, I'm sure, like everything. Where do you do it? Away. I mean, to be honest, I all the time, wherever I can, but I still get a lot of flack. Like, if I do it at a public pool, and um, I, like, they actually made everyone leave the pool and then i felt really guilty Whoa. like a jerk like all these kids are trying to swim and it's like a heat wave and because of me and i was like it's legal like get the police and, and they're like oh, we will you know and in the meantime everybody exit the pool you know so then it kind of didn't feel right you know it's like it's that whole like uh not safety in numbers what's the other thing like you have more 
power when you do it in numbers. What am I thinking of? Because if you don't do it with other people, it just sort of falls flat. You know, it was like, oh, I did that, but it didn't really matter. Instead, I just made a bunch of kids really sad that they had to get out of the pool. There's a thing, actually, that exists in uh, Portland, Oregon called the World Naked Bike Ride. I think it happens. It's actually probably going to happen pretty soon now that I think about it. And it's basically where, like, a thousand people go completely naked uh, on bikes. Uh, They have it in London, too. Yeah, it's it happens every year, and it's the, I think it's the biggest in Portland, and it is a safety and numbers thing where it's like you can't really do anything about it because it's like literally a thousand people completely nude on bikes. What's it called? It's just the World Naked Bike Ride. World Naked Bike Ride. Oh, you'll find our website. It's oh, yeah. there's a website. Uh huh. <laughs> World. Oh my god, I want to do it. It Nick. probably exists uh, in New York or Jersey to an extent. I think it does. I think it happened in New York, but probably not. The um, stream because so many others, you know, like because the mermaid parade or well, there's there's also like a creep problem with it. It's it's less now than it was, but like especially with the advent of the smartphone, a lot of people will take pictures of the bike ride, and the bike riders are like, "Don't take pictures. This is sort of an inclusivity thing." But like you know, if you put if you put naked people out in public, the creeps are gonna they're gonna like the creeps are gonna start creeping. Gonna creep. That's what they do. Smart. Yeah, I always have my birthday party in Central Park and like top this birthday party. It's called Time of Titties. It's called Timeless. uh, When when is it? It's well, my birthday is April nineteenth. So we missed Mm. missed it. But it's always like you never know. There might be heat wave or it's still really cold. So like this year, it was not. It was still really cold, so it's postponed, and it hasn't happened yet. But, um, when are you thinking of having it? I mean, it's now it's now it's rough because now I'm hitting like Mermaid Parade and Gay Pride, and then it's like summer, you know. So I'm either like stuck like going into fall maybe when everyone's like done with summer, or I'm just gonna like do it like July, you know, fifteenth or something, just right in the middle. It's pretty hot I now. Probably, I should probably do that, right? Sure, that sounds that works for me. <laughs> okay, great. Um, but it but it's funny because we always take pictures every year for like the past you know twelve or fifteen years of all the people around us taking pictures of us, and I just take pictures of them back, and they move in closer, <laughs> closer, closer. They move in closer once you start taking their picture. <laughs> well, just over time but like it's funny because the photographs i have of them just get closer and closer and closer and then finally i have to like lose it on them you know and they'll like you know be like oh i, I wasn't it was like you know they're like i was taking a picture of that my phone. tree behind you I feel like you're going to get an extra influx of weirdos, especially depending on where you are in Central Park, too. I mean, some people will just be like cyclists going by or like a person moving, but you're going to get you're going to get a weirdo in like a trench coat. No, don't people don't do that anymore, do they? Trench coat. Maybe not a maybe, like, maybe not a trench coat, but like it's going to be a creepy guy, you know. They're oh, yeah. they're out I saw, there. I saw the creeping around. Creepiest guy at the Mermaid Parade. He was he had. I don't even think he was really there for the mermaid parade. I think he was just Coney Island, something or other. But he had a like a, a push cart thing, 
and then like a baby doll in it bleeding from the throat like with a thing around its neck and then a Jason mask like also on the cart and I was like we gotta go yeah (laughs) that's just like that's just a that's just a parade thing it's just like you can't avoid you can't avoid that element at a parade too it even it's like I saw stuff like this all the time you just it doesn't matter what kind of parade it is, what it's celebrating, what they're trying to empower, or if it's just a fun one. It's you're gonna get, you're just gonna get that one weird guy with a Jason mask at it. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. the one thing we can count on in life. <laughs> Isn't that great? The guy with the mask. <laughs> but it's also like, um, it's so rate the mermaid tour because you'll see these people who like i've been doing it for 20 years i think and every year they're like carrie and they remember my name they remember my email these photographers and uh people i'm with are like oh my god you're a legend and i'm like oh my god aka old i guess but aka <laughs> what old they, oh oh old old but they'll say no 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 oh, you know you're um <laughs> Can we get your shot? Can we get a shot with you again? And um, and I'm always in Gotham. Like every year, I'll get my picture in. But all right, just same, bring it down a notch. These same photographers every year will um, will be there, and they're so nice, and they're like they're. It's 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 kind of cool to have the the same people every. You know, they're not like just these creeps, or even if they are, they're like really devoted being at that one parade every year. The and creeps really are? Really nice creeps. They make a point really of it. Really nice creeps with press, you know, badges. <laughs> you can just laminate your own press badge. I bet I could graphic design up a, a wonderful press badge and put some laminate over and be like, I'm here with the times, you know? I'd like to <laughs> see it. Yeah. Probably even just some, like, clear tape. Yeah. These are facts. Um... Well, I got a. I've I've received a message. What's that? I just said. Anyway, it's a beautiful day in New York. It's like my favorite. You know, everyone's so so nice and so happy. And what goes on aside from a parade? Are there snacks? You know, they the snack game is is low. It's like, it's, I mean, there are lot the lines to get food are like hours long. No, this stand at Ruby's or whatever. This enrages me. I'm enraged. Um, I actually have a food Do story, they... but I'm not going to tell it this time. But, yes. Yeah, but like food, like food lines are crazy. Every and every single year, we're like, we're going to make a bunch of sandwiches and sell them. You know, never happened. Oh, but, um, oh there's a real made, money maker. If you made some turkey clubs, <laughs> Oof, sure. But what? people always have a. You always have to bring a flask, of course, or like you know. Why don't they have the um? What's the, the hot dog eating contest then? Hmm. Or oh, yeah, because of the uh, the 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 that famous Nathan's. Hot dogs. Nathan's. Yeah. Or you could do. I have the idea for an eating contest where instead of like a hot dog contest at Nathan's, it's just a few guys um, trying to eat uh, can whole cans of tuna in a van. Ew. <laughs> in the, in the van. In a van. In the back of oh. a windowless van. Just like oh. they're just trying to eat a whole can. Uh, as many cans of tuna as they can with no water. You'd probably get mercury poisoning after a while. <laughs> I mean, you you have to put a time limit on it. That sounds horrible. Well, 
But you admit it's that's a good contest. It's a really <laughs> so good it was contest. like the tuna with the oil in and it. And then there should be like some like oh. chicken of the sea dancing. I think it would have to be this chicken uh, tuna in water because that's harder. Yeah. You don't want to get the help from the oil. Really make them work for it. <laughs> Just something to think about. Something some to ponder. Yeah. I mean, the costume um, life for that whole thing is rich, I think. Oh, yeah. You know. It's going to be huge. No, jokes galore. Oh, writes itself. <laughs> well, listen, Carrie from Brooklyn, I got to go downstairs because Danny D is locked out of the building. Oh, my God. And if okay. I don't do it, uh, he's on the streets of, of Jersey City. He's v- very vulnerable. Dangerous out there. Yeah. Super dangerous. So I need to take a break and yeah. go do that. Good talking to you. Yeah, you too. You, you're welcome to call back. I just got to go for a couple minutes. Yeah. Cool. All right. Good talk to you. All right, talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, let's. We're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna run against my better judgment. I'm gonna run downstairs and let Danny in, and then we'll be back up here with Danny Feltz mm-hmm. and really get into it here on the goddamn Dave Hill Show on W. Oh, I forgot to do the station ID: WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City, and Rock and County at 91.9. FM and online worldwide at WFMU.org. Uh, Wait, what happened? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. That was Tara Lightfoot, who also played last night with the Posies and a band called Valley Lodge at Bowery Ballroom. Tara Lightfoot, it's a, it's a woman, but then the band is also called Tara Lightfoot, or maybe, uh, maybe it's just, I don't, get, I don't know. Anyway, they're from Hamilton, Ontario, not to brag, but um, we're back with Guns Blazing, Danny Feltz, you got some Oreos, Danny D. Other Danny got me um, some Oreos. I'm a big fan of the Oreo. They're very good. Oh, 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 here he is. Here we go. Speak of, uh, oh boy. Oh, sorry, I heard my name. So. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? What does your hat say, Danny? It's a Cincinnati Bengals hat. You're a, ba- a Bengals fan? We've had this discussion, yes. I try to block <laughs> sports talk out. Unless it's hockey, that's I my only. Down, I laid down 10 bucks on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Today. 10 bucks? On which Super Bowl? The upcoming the one? one yeah. You you've bet this far in advance on the Super Bowl. Yep. What are those is that, odds? Is that common? <laughs> they put the Bengals at 125 to one, which is very insulting. Oh wow! So if you win, you get a yeah. You get a nice little payout there. Like the Browns were 75 to one. I'm insulted. Wait, what? I don't understand. Like why? Why would you bet? Do a lot of people bet that far in advance on the Super Bowl? Ah, just for fun. It's ten bucks. I don't know, man. There's probably some pre-betting logic, too, before a season even starts. Just, like, completely blind bets where you have no idea what's going to happen, really. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to say, (laughs) I also played Dead Moon in the graveyard. All right. Got that out of the way. Did you comment on uh, his headwear? His what? What does his hat say? I can't see. What's that? The Phillies? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Do, do you like the the Phillies baseball team? No, I just or do you have, like the hat. I like the Phillies. They're fine. Um, I mean, I've, I grew up in Seattle, so I'm more of a 2001, 2002 Mariners <laughs> fan. So, yeah. But uh, are uh, the Mariners still a team? Oh yeah, they're a team. I don't think they're. I think they're doing better than they used to. But like um, when I was a kid in two thousand one, that was when they had the uh, the best season in modern. Wins. Yeah, fourteen it, wins. Yeah, in modern baseball, where they like beat every team by a long, 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 long shot. Oh, and they had that. The who's that pitcher? Randy. Randy Johnson. Uh, Randy, jo- Randy Johnson. Mm, I don't think he was on that team. No, actually, he wasn't because the Diamondbacks won that year, and Randy Johnson was on the Diamondbacks in Arizona. That's the confusion. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been some scintillating sports talk. Yes. From guys who know. Um, let's take this call. The number is 201-209. Wait. Uh, well, Dan, I have follow-up questions. Well, allow, <laughs> give me some time. I may not think of them till next week. The 201-209-9368. Danny D uh, is here. So if you call, you'll, you'll, he, he'll pick up the phone and... Uh, and decide whether you have what it takes to be patched into me. Yeah. I feel like a... These calls have been coming in completely naked. Just, naked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just raw. Mm-hmm. Anything goes. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Dave. You were great on uh, Live From Here. Oh, thank you. Is yeah, this... I, I mean, I said, now Dave Hill. I'm like, I know him. I've spoken to him. He's a local guy. Yeah, I'm a local. Is it? This is Peter from Glen Ridge? Correct. Nailed it. Man, you just yeah, know all and, their names. And I really liked the way you played guitar and, and, and you you talked to the band in back of you. It was very good. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was, uh, it was in, I originally, um, I didn't bring my guitar and I was just going to talk and then on the, the, the ride over to uh, the show... We got to chatting, and they're like, oh, did you want to play guitar? And I was like, can I borrow one? And uh, uh-huh. and so I borrowed Chris Teeley's, uh guitar, and there oh. you have it. Chris Teeley is excellent. Yeah. He plays the guitar, too? I yeah, he well, mandolin. mostly ma- he, he he played a little guitar yesterday. Yeah, okay, he's... he's I li- really like the way you got a laugh on that joke of mine that you stole. Ooh. The joke of yours that I stole. Ooh, shots. You, you don't remember? Bra, bra, bra. I, I find this hard to believe, but well, continue. It was, okay, it was just one word, pumpernickel. Did yeah, you ever saying pumpernickel? Wait, because you used the word pumpernickel? Yeah, that's that was the money word in my joke. Okay, let me remind you. I called <laughs> you, you had a, a host, a woman, and you were wondering if, you can, if a person can get high off poppy seeds. And so I called in and I said, yes, you can. But they, they, what you have to do is find a deli that has poppy seed pumpernickel bagels, and you you make sure that you toast the bagel, and then only on the toasted side do you, you just spread it with heroin cream cheese. And it got a big laugh. Um, it did, from whom? From you and your co-host. I guess because I was leading. When was the, this? Yeah, the, when was this? Are you sure it was my show? Yeah, it was like a year ago. <laughs> All right, because we can check the archives for and this. Check the archives because it was really it was uh, it was pretty funny. The idea of like, yeah, poppy seeds can get you can get you high, but you need to have heroin cream cheese. That, that it, that's gold. That does a heavy lifting. 
Well, no. To say the heroine does the heavy lifting, that's 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 stolen from somebody else. Well, I guess. Well, I mean, it's just an expression, heavy lifting. So. Um, no, so but I, Kumail Nanjiani used to have a joke about saying. about uh, a drug called cheese that was heroin and Nyquil, I think. Or aspirin. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Somebody did. Right, so right. So that's where you're. Like, you, right, you stole. Nyquil, and it's like, I, yeah, yeah I he had that a few years ago. Lifting. You stole it from him. Yeah, we kind of steal it and pass it on. But I because you, you use the word pumpernickel, and I use the word pumpernickel. That's not stealing. That's we're both speaking English. That's just right, a it's just language it's right the there. Funny word. It's the funny word. You know, I mean, saying, you know, whole wheat is not funny. Pumpernickel's a funny. I don't know. Word. I kind of think whole wheat's funnier whole in this context. Whole wheat is solid. It's it's actually making. <laughs> So I got to hear you live in action. You were very calm and very. You sound like you're having a good time on that stage. That's professionalism. One and of the uh, greats. How did how did he find you? I mean, they didn't mention that you were a radio host, did he? In the introduction. Yeah, they did. They mentioned this show. How did they find you? I mean, I'm a world famous uh, entertainer. Ah, uh, I just thought you were a local star. No, this is a global operation. You got to keep up. Oh, uh, well, I know. I that, can fill uh, a basement anywhere on Earth. Mm. Yeah, I've had I've heard people call in from Hong Kong. Oh yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Especially because I listen to uh, Wake and Bake in the morning. Sure, as you, as well you should. I, have you heard me call in there? Yeah, I live for those calls. <laughs> I mean. No, I'm. Mean, to be honest, I'm. I'm usually asleep when that show is on. Um, I don't wake up until uh, eight usually. Eight? Why is that crazy? Is that late? Is that no, bad? I, I don't wake up till like eleven. Well, uh, wh- how late do you stay up till? Three in the morning. Okay, that evens out. Yeah. No shame in that. I I go to bed at midnight, so okay. we're basically on the same. We're st- out there living yeah. for the same amount of time every just, day. <laughs> just in uh, just in different intervals. Just different. I just have my dog. She just won't. By eight o'clock, she's like, "Hey, yeah, we gotta let's get this started." So, I have no choice. And yes, they they did not say the goddamn part. They just called it the Dave Hill Show because oh, that's why I didn't write. They it. can't say goddamn on NPR, so they won't say it. It's finding a new identity that. You know, Prairie Home Companion. You know, it's becoming more generic. Live from here instead of Prairie Home. They're getting away from Middle America, I guess. Well, they had to change the title to something, so there we go. Well, thank you so much, Peter. I really appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome. And um, if anyone wants to see, you can listen uh, on livefromhere.org. Or it's on YouTube. My set's on YouTube, so there. Okay, I'm going to copyright the word pumpernickel. That's the, the, the money bagel. Oh, you're going to stall a lot of careers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, thanks, Peter. Okay, bye. Right, bye-bye. 201-209-9368 is the number here. There's some calls on hold I'll grab in a second, but uh, well, let's grab this, and then, then we're going to get into it. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. 
Who, hello. Oh, where are you calling from? Who's call I think I know who this is. Who, who are you calling from, and where are you? I am Kenya, and we're calling from Union City, New Jersey. Um, you're calling Kenya is your name? Yes. And you're in Jersey City, man. Wait. Oh, two people. There's a dude. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> Who's the dude? Say that again? Who's the dude? It's, it's me, Alon, from Garfield. I've spoken before. Um, Elon? Time, I, yeah, I asked you, like, the, the horse. Like, I, I didn't know about WFMU so much. And I was just like, I got to ask Dave. And I, I can't just call the station. And, when did and then you, I, watched it, I watched the interview on Netflix. And you told me to. I was like, what am I doing asking him? I should probably be talking to him about something. Wait, where did you ask me this? On the show or in, in person? No, on the show, like a while back. Have you spoken to Ing tonight? Twice. Wait, you haven't been listening to the whole show? He's been around. Yeah, he just got out of, have you been to Porta in Jersey City now? What is it? Porta. What is that? It's Jersey City. What is it? It's like a it's like a pizza, it's like a pizza spot. They have like beer, mm -hmm. pizza, wine. Probably not. No, I'm I've not been there, but it sounds like Kenya, paradise. Kenya, Kenya has a story to tell you. All right, Kenya, lay it on me. All right. Are you guys uh, in a car? Oh, they're in a car. We're in the car. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let, what's your story? All right. So we're here in the car, and all of a sudden, he wanted to play a song. Alan wanted to play a song, and I wanted to play a song. And he has a Honda, so it's like the cassette tape with the aux. And we were both pulling on the aux, and we broke the aux. And that I wasn't pulling on the aux. Wait, I can't hear you very well. You can't hear me. I think they're. I can't hear Alan. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So. And it I, it's killing me. I put I put the auxiliary cord in my in my phone. And then she started pulling on it. I wasn't pulling on the auxiliary cord. She was pulling on the auxiliary cord. It was I had nothing to do with any. And then next thing you know, I connect my phone to finally play the song that I wanted to play after three or four beers. And the cord was broken. I think you got to tell this story on the moth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it has everything. It's going to be beginning, yeah. you, middle. you got to tell this story on the moth. Is it really that intense? It has, a, it, has it all, yeah. We, I, 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 I was just, after we, after the, uh, I got the cassette oh, yeah. and I threw it in the back of the car. Cassette. And I was like, okay, we're not choosing any music. And I, was, I, I left 91.1 on and we're playing the radio and I'm like, call Dave. Just call him, and we'll talk to Dave about this. It's a great story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, we need to talk to Dave tonight about this, man. Like, and oh man, I haven't, I haven't heard of Ing Dave. How's Ing Dave? How's his, how's his disease? I, I think he had like a problem. Like, He's he has all sorts of maladies, but um, he's great. I listen. I, my my next guest is ring, so I got to deal with that. Can you call back in twenty minutes? Of course, man. Sure. All right, keep up the good work. We're all counting on you. Thank you, brother. All right, it sounds like Nat is down. Danny's going to get him. You have a show coming up, Danny Feltz. We we have still have so much ground to cover. Mm-hmm. I do have a show. Yeah, uh, tomorrow tomorrow night. Tomorrow night at uh, Angie Noir. Where is that? It's in Bushwick. 
Brooklyn. Bushwick. What do you take the L train out there? You take the L, ta- L train out to Morgan. <laughs> and then it's around there. Oh my there. gosh, you'd think I wanted. <laughs> the Morgan stop. That's like 78 stops. It's, uh, it's <coughs> more than. Uh, it's more than normal. I'm off at Myrtle Wyckoff. That's where I am. But, uh, yeah, I'm at. Uh, that shows at Morgan. It's, uh, you know, we have it usually every third Tuesday. The old t- the old time and it's called Angie Noir. Well, the show itself is called The Uncanny Valley. Yeah, it's called Uncanny Valley at Angie Noir. Mm-hmm. And what sort of place is this Angie Noir? It's like a fun little independent venue slash sort of like a, a coffee shop bakery situation. So they have like a normal front room, and then the back room is uh, uh, is really uh, is sort of like the more uh, present presentation space. All right. Yeah, it's uh it's a cool little space for sure. And what time is this show? It's at eight o'clock. Eight oh. eight of clocks. Yes. That's perfect. Yeah, it's it's a good time for everybody. You know, it's a, like a nice uh Tuesday outing, um little way to salt and pepper up the, the beginning of your week, you know. Yeah, sure. And then um the, a lot is happening here. I got. I, uh, There's a lot. There I is pulled, a lot. Uh, um, and I'm I'm going to come out to this show. Who else is going to be there? Oh my goodness! There's going to be uh, just so many people. Um, there's going to be uh, my friend Emily Winter. Oh, I know Emily. Yeah, she's great. And then also, um, yeah, she's totally great. My co-host is Amber Rollo, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, she's yeah. great as well. And we we got you know what we even have a Facebook page. We're very professional. Slow down. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it says all of our lineup there. It's it's great. It's gonna be a fun time for sure. Uncanny Valley tomorrow at eight at Angie Noir and Bushwick. Mm-hmm. Now, is that also a creperie? No, but actually, actually, it might be. But uh, <laughs> the people who run it are French, and they do sell pastries there. And um, I mean, my research tells me they they have a crepe uh, based operation there. Is it at Verrett Street? Mm-hmm. Yep, it's on Verrett. Yeah, they got crepes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, the the they they are they are the owners are quite French. So that doesn't surprise me at this all. This sounds like so. If someone wants to see you. And Amber Rallo and Emily Winter. I'm going to swing out there. I'm definitely going to be there mm-hmm. enjoying crepes. A s- skinny pancake. That's essentially what a crepe is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you prefer a sweet crepe or like a, a savory I crepe? I am a real sweet breakfast guy, and I love, uh, I love a sweet crepe. Do you have a sweet breakfast every day? Actually... Lately, I have been eating French toast every day because I went to a breakfast spot recently and they tried to charge me $9 for French toast. And I was like, I can do this for $4 every day at my own house. I would say that's even a bit much expensive, $4. Well, you probably use the organic eggs. No, it was just like one of those like crappy sort of like, you know, bagel places where the bagels are great. No, you, when you make them at home. Oh, yeah. Use organic eggs. I mean, you could just, yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't really keep, I can't keep total tabs on the eggs that i'm using i'm I just wondering how the price gets drive 
driven up, so I mean, $4. You know, like, they just, they, they're mostly selling bagels, so when somebody does get something different, they're like, oh, we're just going to make it abnormally expensive, even though it's just a normal place. So, like, you know, when I, I was like, this is dumb. I can make a nice breakfast for myself every morning. I have the time, so why not? I, I, I fully support this. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we can't, uh, ignore the fact, nor should we, that joining us now, I believe making his triumphant second appearance on the show. That's right. Mr. Nat. I would go, why, why did, I think I did this last time. Not finish my name? Why is your mic not working? I can't, it's a, it's a little lower, actually. Wait. Can you guys hear me? I can't hear you. Can all the fans hear me? Oh, oh there someone pressed some. There was a button pressed. Yeah. Extremely. There we go. It looks like we got new microphones. Maybe we did. I don't know. Who knows? Um, Nat Towson. Or am I saying it wrong? You're saying it right. That's what I thought, but it's Towson, one of those things. Get a little more of a Z, but you got it. No, give it a more of a, 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 more of a Z in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Is it German? It's uh, there's probably some German in there. It's like Brit. It's like it was Towson with an O. I think mostly British descent, yeah. and uh, then my great great grandfather changed it for SEO purposes. I assume. Ooh, nice S- SEO purposes. Search, Search engine, engine optimization. optimization. That's right. He was ahead of his time. Yeah. Wow, that is impressive. He didn't say that that was why it was, but I retroactively. It only makes it. O- it stands to reason. I'm extremely Googleable, not to brag. Me too, actually. I could put okay. that. To, yeah. I'm going to put this to the test. You're going to Google me, guys. I got to get like my name is. I mean, you you're in an unfortunate situation. I have a really uh I'm a basic bitch basically. Um <laughs> Can you say that on the radio? I just did. Wow. Um Yeah, you guys Danny Felton, Nat Tozen. Now you messed it up as Towson. Towson. See you're in your head too much. That's I know. That see that this is the thing. I never struggle with it, but then Not in real life. You've always called me by the right name. I know, but this is what happens. Oh, you know, go. you get in the hot seat we like go way this. Back. Yeah. Years and years. And yes. then and Danny Feltz, yeah. And I uh but I'm I'm the preeminent Dave Hill, let's be clear. Are yeah, you up? Th- you're up there? I think your goal should be what the, do you mean? Be the uh, best <laughs> Dave Hill. I'm <laughs> the only Nat Towson. Who was my competition? <laughs> Probably like it's a like dentist a, in like like Cherry Creek somewhere or like, you know. Some, I was going to say like a golfer. Or no, yeah, a yeah. There's or a something. golfer. There is a photographer. There it. are two other comedians. There oh, is. Oh, really? You should just tell oh, them to man. quit. Yeah, I wouldn't say that'd be awful. I've met one of them, but the, the, um, the main... One is um, Dave Hill. Uh, Dave Hill from Slade. Slade. Slade, who I just played far, far away uh, early in the program. Yeah. But he's the only he's the only uh, Dave Hill that I bow down to. On like a global scale. On uh, yeah. He's the only other Dave Hill. Yeah, he's like if you were uh, go to google.co.uk. Mm-hmm. He, he might, he the might be the f- he might be the first one. Who's SEO but is much smart is uh, stronger there. Yeah, if you uh, use Google in the UK, the uh, the NSA can't spy on you. Also, so that's that too. Wait, really? No, I made I made that up just now. I'm gonna try this. Maybe I don't know. Type NSA. Can you read this into Google and see if they write back? NSA. Can you read this? Read this. Yeah, they can. They yeah, they got it. All right. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that on the. On the air, I should have oh go- Googled it first. Actually, the end of, yeah, my friend, uh, whose name I'm not going to say just because I don't know how much trouble he's in, he actually, he 
tweeted a tweet, and then Homeland Security came to his oh, door. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Really? What? Yeah. Who? Uh, actually, I mean, it's, it's pretty fun. public. Yeah, right? it's pretty public. It's my friend Jake Flores. Uh, we run a podcast together, but like, yeah, he tweeted something. This what is, did he tweet? He tweeted a thing. It's his story to tell, so I won't go into incredible Just detail. Give me a sense. But it was like a Cinco de Mayo thing, uh, and it was about how ice is bad. And uh, it was a little more than that. It was yeah. a little bit more than that for sure. But it's his story, so I'll like he, tell. Yeah. He, if you want, look, just Google Jake, and you'll find it. But then on the sixth of May, he did it on the fifth of May because he was making fun of uh, Cinco de Mayo. And on the sixth of May, <laughs> uh, the Department of Homeland Security uh, came to his door and like was like, "You can't do that." <laughs> they came to his they door. They came to his door. Yeah. But I mean, I think the thing is, and again, I don't want to take his story from him, is that you can do that ultimately. Like you he's can't. Not, yeah. yeah. He's not in uh, a federal prison at the moment or some black site. Like no, he's doing quite fine actually. You literally can do that, and uh, that's you know. I can't find one, this one anywhere. of the major amendments. I think it might even be the first one. Mm-hmm. Jake so, Forrest so, with Flora, one Flores. Flores. Oh, there's my problem. Yeah. I want to get to the bottom of this. Ice. Oh, it's all there. Homeland Security. <laughs> Wait, so do you think... Um, they use Google UK now. Do you think I will get visited by Homeland Security tomorrow? No, I think this is meta enough that we're like... No, but I. what happened was um, I, I'm, I'm on a Twitter timeout right now. I just found out because I um, tweeted to the... Uh, sitting president that uh i hope something happens oh really um and i got banned or temporary timeout i'm really actually surprised i guess i can't repeat it yeah sometimes i respond to the 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 rich and powerful uh oligarchs that run our country with a phrase that i find very liberating but i don't think you can say on the radio but I i suggest that they eat a certain excrement and just, I feel like that's like a fun way to just reply to people just real quick when they get grandiose. Just like, bam, bam. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, exactly. Just like, just so you know. I see. Well, so it's, I, it's a fun way to respond to like a really long policy based tweet or like if someone like goes off and thinks they're making a really good point. I feel like that's a fun way to just reply. But I don't think it's a, it counts as like a, a sincere threat enough. But no. you Okay, so I'm reading what he wrote, which I won't repeat. But, but you, he, you can see why they might have... <laughs> yeah, I feel his is worse than what I said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but what did they do when they came to his house? They were just like, you know this is dangerous, right? <laughs> they were like, you know this tweet doesn't have a clear game, right? Like, you need to work out the premise a little bit stronger. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean... They gave him a lot of comedy notes Jake's on been, it, I think. Jake's or... been a com- comedian longer than I have, but, you know, and, like, it's his, like, if you look at his social media presence, it's, like, extremely clear. That like that he's kidding. That he's that he's a comic. So, um, yeah, it was just uh, if you, yeah, anybody who wants to find out about, it, I would highly recommend checking out his stuff because it's like <laughs> it's really recent. It, it happened is, on the fifth yeah, of May. Very... <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. See, you're you're discovering all of the horror. Yeah, I mean, on the other hand, his last name is Flores, so you know yeah. how they make their decisions. Yeah, know. Jake is—he's half Mexican, so that probably uh, <laughs> that probably raised a red, do a red control, white, and green flag. You should do a control <laughs> experiment where you tweet the same thing and see if yeah. you get Homeland Security to come to your house. Yeah. See, the reason you didn't get in trouble, Dave, is because they flagged you and they took 
and then they banned you for uh, 12 hours. But the thing is, is his tweet actually never got flagged or banned or anything like that. It was just out there. It was out there in a security agency of a sort of glow or, you know, more United States, you know, ish authority came across it. So it wasn't like reported or anything like that. They just found it through their giant searching apparatus. So it's um, a little bit disconcerting. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fun to know I that hope they're they listening. don't come to my house tomorrow. I'm surprised. Have you ever gotten Twitter jail for uh, tweeting at uh, Paul Ryan? I feel like you, you're more virulent with him. No, I never threaten anyone ever. No, you never. You never threat. I, I. I feel like when I'm on Twitter, I'll see him come up, and then it's always, it's always <laughs> you replying. <laughs> it's always a nice little. It's a nice little like refresher. I always like it. I'm just like. <laughs> like the, the way that the Twitter algorithm works too is like I don't follow Paul Ryan, so I'll only uh-huh. see him if Dave like. That's I'll, right. I'll, yeah. Like, insults it, him exactly. Or that's that's literally the only reason I'll I will see one of his like you know like. It's like you or like Kumail or Kevin Allison or something are like the only reason I see a lot of these conservative talking heads tweets, and I'm like, man, that is stupid. But someone else already has a really good take on it. Yeah, yeah. But um. Yeah, nothing's ever happened. But I, I guess this one I crossed the line because I wished um, bad health, I guess. I don't want to repeat what I said. Yeah. Um, you, but, w- uh, you wished a pox upon their house? Yeah, yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that's so pretty I got harsh. Some yeah. trouble. Just Oof. say it like it's about me, Dave. That'll work. Oh, can I do that? I don't want the Homeland Security coming to my house. I have a cute little dog. She's not little, no, actually. She's medium. Oh, well, then you can get Homeland Security. That's not Homeland Security. I just said that <coughs> Danny, that, uh, yeah, I want Danny to choke on KFC, basically, uh, is what mm, I said. Okay. That was probably a trap. Danny's probably going to get elected to the Senate tomorrow or something, and you're going to get yeah. Homeland Security real quick. Mm-hmm. That's probably exactly what it is. Um, But, yeah, I just don't need the hassle. You know, I have stuff to do tomorrow. Mm. I think I have lunch plans. Yeah, maybe Ooh. on like a Sunday. What kind of lunch? <laughs> I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Let's really get to the meat of the issue. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. But uh maybe we'll find out. I guess they I don't know how they would get in my apartment. See I guess they have ways, don't they? That's the thing. That's the funniest part of Jake's experience is he lives in like a just, you know, very like nondescript lofted sort of location also in the bushwick area and like pizza delivery people and regular delivery people regularly and continuously never find his apartment and the department of homeland security (laughs) knew exactly where he lived (laughs) like they were like here it's uh yeah so if they want to find you they will find you interesting wow yeah do you think they like tracked his phone or something like did they use gps it's hard to, you know, maybe, you know, that's... Follow-up question, next time I can't find my phone, should mm-hmm. I tweet something against ICE and try to get swatted you by should, Homeland uh, Security? You should take your phone, and you should take a hammer, and you should smash it, and you should take all the uh, all the little things out of it so they can't track you. Okay. Yeah, cool. you have to have a burner on you at all times. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to stay at the dog park all day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Be protected by all the Shibu news and what have you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I don't need this hassle. It's the last thing I need. Danny's texting me. What could it be? <laughs> He's, he got arrested by Homeland Security. He's right? <laughs> saying I should order pizza from Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to be a good pizza-based name for that. 
It's like when the FBI parks a van outside of your house for like five weeks and it's like a pizza delivery van or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like this <laughs> idea. But it's like fast Brooklyn instant pizza or yeah there's, like that. there's the guy doing this and then uh, <laughs> uh for for the, for, for the listeners for, i was the doing, listeners, he's doing a, i was doing that spicy meatball i was doing the poster. a the a uh it's like gesture. a fingertip kiss gesture i think yeah, right? yeah. i like that i'm making you something real good uh. yeah. <laughs> just oh, some, some some nice casual pizza box stereotype yeah uh, yeah posture i love the pizza box guy he's great He's the best. Yeah, I like the two bros guys. They got it too. They both got mustaches, and they're both doing the other. Two like, bros pizza? Yeah, like one of them sort of going like, You know, the eee. worst pizza that exists. Yeah, it's, it's yeah like, isn't that like the dollar pizza? It's the dollar yeah, pizza. It's like I don't you, think I've ever had it. <laughs> it's you universally known amongst New York as like kind of the worst pizza. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Well, there's no, the thing I always tell people is like, because like, there's basically three tiers of pizza in New York, right? Like by the slice, that is. There's dollar and then there's the like two to three dollar range, and yeah. then there's like four dollar and up gourmet pizza. Yeah, and I tell, tell people like I get it if you don't want to get the four dollar and up gourmet pizza, but like the thing that's the reason that dollar pizza sells is because you can't find cheaper pizza. Yeah, and like that means that there's no floor on the quality of the ingredients that they're <laughs> using. It's like they literally could not be using worse ingredients. They, they don't. The only put... thing that the, the only selling point is the price. Yeah. Right? They put less cheese on it. Like you can't, you can see the, you can see the bottom of the pizza. Oh yeah, it's know? largely translucent. Yeah. Wait, so what, what is it made of that it's so priced to move? I, you know, you you gotta think it's like, it can't really be like flour and cheese and tomatoes. Well, right? also those dollar slices are just cheese. So every other slice that you would get at a dollar slice would be four dollars basically, because like the pepperoni, they'll be like a dollar for a slice of cheese, but four dollars if you want pepperoni or Is something it really like that. that much of a of a leap. I've seen it. I don't know if it's four, but it's like three. So it's like sure. a loss leader for drunk people to come in who are then they're just like, oh, but I want meat. Yeah, they'll they... get like a blue cheese slice, not blue cheese. They'll blue be like, cheese. <laughs> well, bad <back laughs> Uh, they'll get a buffalo slice or something weird, and it'll be like that'll be three seventy five or something like that. But it's a ninety nine cents. Yeah, yeah. I like the t- I like a nice uh, two two to three dollar slice. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's my that's my two fifty is reasonable. Very reasonable. Oh yeah, because I live um, there's like a one of those places, and then there's like a two boots like right up the street, mm-hmm. and I could go to either one. I don't even know. Do you go to Bleecker? Do you go to Bleecker Street Pizza? Wait, no. which one? Where do I go? They're Just on they're on Seventh Avenue. They're my favorite in the entire Ble- Wait, oh, Bleecker Street Pizza is on Seventh Avenue. Oh, yeah. on the corner of Seventh and Bleecker? Yeah. They're I, very good. I've been there, yeah. They're very good. That that that's like a good two, three dollars. Probably three dollars. That's like three bucks, yeah. I like them all. I've delivered pizzas from from that area. I I do delivery stuff on the side, so like I've, yeah, I'm used to it. Wait, you've delivered their pizzas? Mm-hmm. How I, do you deliver them on a bike? Like a postmate yeah. situation or Yeah, I, I work through the apps and I'll I you know, because it's New York. It'll be any food, but a lot of times it's pizza because lots of people order pizza. So I've delivered from them. I've delivered from Joe's. I've delivered from you and Peter Parker. Yeah, man. I just uh, I've delivered a lot of pizzas are the most difficult thing to deliver because they're just like these weird cylinders that are sort of like very narrow, but like you can't move them a lot or else they'll break. You ruin the pizza. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Almost without exception. On occasion, I'll order a pizza, Mm -hmm. but I go get it. Oh, that is a smart man. thing to do, especially if it's like a Chicago style pizza. I get, I go to because uh, they deliver from John's Pizza. It's a reputable pizza, pizza. The mm-hmm. brick oven place. Yeah, I love that. Place. I like a nice brick oven oh, pizza. It's, no, that place is great. So I walk to get it, 
almost without fail, it there's like a massive downpour of rain. <laughs> and then I'm like running and I have the salad, you know, because I get the salad with it because I like to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, One um, entire pizza for me, Dave Hill, with yeah, a salad. And a I'm salad, a but then the rain, oh, it's a real situation. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's why people get the delivery, but you you just have to know that delivery people are delivering potentially hundreds of pizzas a day, so they kind of have carte blanche to do whatever the hell they want with your pizza. And what do you mean they do weird stuff to it? I like that no. logic. Well, they it's just one of those things where it's like a lot of times, especially if they work for the pizzeria, the pizzeria is not going to fire them if somebody's like, "You ruined my pizza," it's just like you yeah whatever. You'll you'll be back basically. Yeah. So if you they if they mess it up a little bit, it's no skin off their nose essentially. So yeah. you know a lot about pizza. My entire knowledge of pizza delivery comes from Futurama and Spider Man Two. So if it wasn't covered in either of those, I can't. I got no tips for you. Yeah. I mean Spider Man Two. He's just. You got to have it back in thirty minutes, or Asif Manvi will yell at you. And also, don't wait. Deliver what? It. That happens in Spider Man. He's in, he's in Spider Man Two. Yeah, he's plays the owner of. So Joe's Pizza used to be in the corner of Bleecker and Sixth. Yeah. And then they shot in that location for Spider Man Two. Asif Manvi plays the police, the police, the pizza, the pizzeria owner or at least manager. Uh, Toby Maguire plays Peter Parker, Spider Man. And then I believe what happened. I could be wrong on this, but I believe that. Based on the exposure of the movie, that pizzeria, the property values went up, and so the pizzeria moved down the street, either because the rent went up or because they sold. I don't know if they owned the building or not. Oh, weird. But but basically, as a result of having been featured in the movie, which I assume was like a, hey, that'll be good for us kind of thing, they had to move down the street because then that corner spot was like, you know, too popular. I always been on that little like no they moved two buildings up bleaker they were on the oh, corner weird. there where now there's like a high-end like popsicle bar or something a popsicle bar there's like yeah. a place right there that yeah, sells I know like exactly. high-end popsicles mm-hmm. are they alcoholic popsicles no, they, they're, just so. regular, they're just regular these are just regular ass popsicles i gotta get on board with these you know like one of those boutique places that has like way more white space than it needs to have oh, and then there's yeah. like a very small like display case in the center like one of those places that sells like Mac, not macaroons, mac, macarons. <laughs> what a, what Macaron. the f- little cover, the little colorful French cookies. I hate those. Well, Gee. how would you feel about an enormous store that has like five of them in it? Because there's a couple of those. It's a very West uh, Village. Thing. I'm not into. Yeah. yeah, I don't like those. Do you? Uh, you know Bedford Street? The like that very small. Sure, street? I do. I uh, I got actually I got doored while delivering a pizza. Oof. Yeah, right on oh, that street. Oh, that means someone's opened a car door yes. and you drive your ride your bike That's in. so scary. Yeah, I was I was riding. I wasn't going that fast, but I just basically like my front wheel completely stopped and I sort of did this fulcrum thing where I just went like and like became sort of 90 degree vertical and then just sort of You like, went over the front? Yeah, I just sort of fell on this parked car to the right of me. Oof. And then and then like the guy uh it was an Uber. So like it was Were you in great pain? No, I mean, like, it was just, it was just like a weird sort of, uh, like, situation where I just sort of, like, my momentum stopped immediately, but I just kind of tumbled over to the side and, like, kind of just, like, was, like, dazed for a second, but, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I went over my handlebars the other day. It's scary. If you do, if you're not careful in New York, uh, I, That's why I don't ride easy. a bike in you the have city. To be, you have to be really, really aggressive and basically just be hypervigilant the entire time you're riding. That, to, for me, that defeats, the, defeats, I like to just relax mm-hmm. oh, I, yeah. go to, I got a prospect when park and i do loops in the park <laughs> there which is where i crashed but you know think, like yeah it made Were me, you made on me a city realize bike? 
no, I was on my own bike. Someone, I was looking back. Someone kind of crossed in front of me. We were going at different speeds, and I kind of swerved to get out of the way, and I braked too hard and went over the front to try what do you, to not hit her. What do you have, like a racing bike? I got a racing bike. I got a Schwinn from the 70s. I got old. <laughs> you Schwinn. got an old steel-lugged frame. Yeah. Whoa. But, uh gets the job done Mm -hmm. but yeah no you're right you have to be i mean you have to be really vigilant which is bad for me because i'm distractible and then you have to be you kind of have to oscillate between taking up space and then like weaving between narrow spaces because some some streets there's just no bike lane or there's no space on the side and you have to be like i'm going to take up the space that a car would go in and you would be there and some guy behind you is mad about that and then like in other cases it's much more it's safer to not be in the lane where cars are so you kind of have to be constantly sort of like switching and oscillating and 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 you know, paying attention to what your no best route is there. The safest place to ride a bicycle in New York City is, is in your apartment. Is in, <laughs> I was going to say, in the is subway. If it's like rush hour traffic, imagine you're just going down like 7th Avenue or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's right in the middle and not on the sides in between cars. Between If it's like sidewalk, parked car, space, cars driving, go mm-hmm. right in the middle. Huh. Right in the middle between everybody because if it's... Um, uh, deadlock traffic, that's the least likely place the door is going to open. If you're in between a parked car and cars driving, that's where car doors open. But if you are in the very, very, very middle of the street in between lanes, oh. people people don't open their car. And it's just all deadlock. You can just go right by it. I never would have thought of that, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's also sort of, you just have to be like hyper vigilant and make sure traffic doesn't start going again. But yeah. Man. See, I always imagine like my face just going right into a car door. Oh yeah, my money maker. No, you can't mess that up. No. Yeah, imagine all the people who tune into the radio to hear your face every Monday. Yeah, knowing be, that you know, I was maimed. Career over, you know. Maimed. Yeah, they'd know. They'd know somehow. But uh, you know, oh. yeah. Sometimes I'll get like a city bike and just ride it along the Hudson on the bike path. And when I say sometimes, I mean once. <laughs> on, the, like on the West Side, no, on the West Side d- Highway? I've probably done it, I don't know, a few times. Yeah. yeah. The park is great. Yeah. Just cruise along. It used to be just like nothing there. They've really turned that into like an actual park. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I used to ride there to high school, and it was just like industrial when I was a kid. And now it's like a real, like, there's like plants. <laughs> there's like oh, trees yeah. and oh, like yeah, benches you, and stuff now. You grew up in the city. I did grow up in the city. And I went to high school on the West Side, uh, South. I didn't bike to school that often, but I biked in that area, and I worked on one of the piers there, too, so I was always... You were a longshoreman? I was a longshoreman. Yeah, I worked on one of the piers, um, get up real early before high school. Did you go to, like, Stuyvesant High School or something? I did go to Stuyvesant High School. Ooh, I've delivered pizzas over in that area. Oh, really? Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's where... It all comes back to that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's, like, a rich area now. It was, like, kind of transitioning when I was a kid. Interestingly enough, I learned from an old native that that used to be known as the Butter and Egg District. What? Interesting enough, not exceedingly interesting. Just a big, just, bre- just a big breakfast district. I think it was more because it used to be more industrial, so it was probably like they were like processing or shipping butter and eggs there. I can't even process that area being like not incredibly wealthy. Yeah, it was so I, I mean, when that, I was told this, I was not. It was like this was probably like 1999 or 2000, so it was significantly different back then. Okay. It was still not like like. 
I remember in the like early '90s, it was it was a totally different looking place. By the time I was there, there were like restaurants opening, and, and like, and then like after 9/11, there was a huge like downtown restoration movement. So sure. all this yeah. business like opened up down there, and that was kind of where like that was the turning point where it was it quickly became unrecognizable. Okay. In some ways, for the better. It wasn't like a nice neighborhood at all. That like the further west you went, especially. But um, but yeah, it, it was a. Uh, Jesse's coming. It's a Mondo Butter and Egg District. and uh, I like a nice Butter and Egg District. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the name of my brunch spot that I'm opening. The Butter and Egg District? Yeah. I like that. That's great. We, we got it. We uh, gotta get a Jesse's up. coming. We have a couple minutes here. We got it. Can I can I plug my we, upcoming we, shows? We got to get, yeah, plug like the wind because <laughs> uh, we, this is, uh, it's getting to be, we're down to the wire. All right. Well, uh, I'm doing stand-up every night this week. If you want to find out where, you can go to at Nat Towson on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. That's N-A-T-T-O-W-S-E-N. Thank you very much, Dave Hill. And uh, tomorrow you can catch me at V-Spot on St. Mark's at 9.30 if you're around. Uh, probably a favorite show I'm doing this week is uh, called Gentrify. It's at the Upper Citizens Brigade Theater in the East Village, Friday at 10.30. And that's also where I host my monthly show, uh, Nat Towson's Downtown Variety Hour, yes. which will be July 9th. All this information is probably hard to memorize over the July radio. 9th, it's a Monday. July 9th is a Monday. Yes. That's correct. Well, I know your show's on a Monday. Yeah. And I'm also a Rain Man-like calendar skills. Right, right. Exactly. What day is, is October 24th, uh, 2028? 20, oh, I'm not sure, actually. Oh, that's right. He's correct. <laughs> Damn. That's a genius. Um, and... Danny Feltz tomorrow at Angie Noir, yeah, which also has crepes. I'd also like to plug uh, Bastille Day as well, July fourteenth. Just uh, the holiday, that, just or is the that holiday just, itself. Just a holiday, just a holiday, just a fun holiday, um, good time, and just you know, if you want to check out anything about me, you can go to DannyFeltz.com. Before Danny. I was on the mic, I did laugh into the mic by accident because you said, "Is that a crepe place?" And you said, "I don't know." And I just really like the idea of just being unsure if whatever room you're in is a crepe restaurant. Sure, <laughs> is this a? Any play, you just need hey, the right machines. It's it's like, a, don't it's a, have it, a full read on this. It's a great place or it isn't. That's life in a nutshell. I nailed it. I, <laughs> I think that's, I I think that's a good, good little button there in the end. <laughs> yeah. You're, you've been listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online worldwide at WFMU.org. Yeah. Whoa. Cool. Nice. That's pretty cool. Nat, I'm sorry you got here a little late. I'm sorry, too, um, but you know who you'll should have really to be sorry is Andrew soon. Cuomo. <laughs> yes. I would love to come back soon. Thank oh, you. Oh, man, I can't believe Homeland Security is coming to my house tomorrow. Yeah, dude. Just uh, just have a nice uh, some butter and eggs for him. <laughs> Make a day out of it. Put on a funny costume for when I get there, you know? Make it a whole thing, and I'll be like, I get it. He gets it. Oh, man. They'll make a nice file on you. Mm-hmm. I, they, pro- they must have a file on me. At this point. I'm a real piece of work. Um, Jesse's up next. One of the, yeah, exactly. Um, Jesse, what what button should I hit? Pick a guess. <laughs> Turntable one. That could be it. No. No. Uh, CD one. Nope. Oh man. This is uh, most radio stations. This is are I don't even know. I, know. I love where, this. Which one? I love this. CD two. It's like one of those restaurants where you can see them cooking in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then you're like, let's move on down the block. You're like, I'm not sure they. <laughs> that's too much heat. No, that's the wrong knife, dude. All right, here's Jesse. We'll see you next week or here, however it goes.